Nash. Nash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is sports podcaster or uh, a sports broadcaster or sports person, <laughs> Robbie Gross. He has a podcast called Sports on the Hill Podcast. All the sports, none of the politics. Uh, I had a great time uh, doing this this interview with my boy Robbie. Robbie is also a moderator in my chat on Twitch, and he also has his own Twitch channel as well. And you guys should definitely go into the links and start following that up. Uh, Robbie and I talked about marine biology. We talked about AI and Elon Musk and his Tesla bot and all this crazy stuff that's that's happening in the world right now. Uh, I hope you enjoy this conversation. We'll get to Robbie in just a second, but first go to rainamystique.com. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. She has a new uh, EP coming out one day. It'll come out. Don't worry. It'll come out. She also streams at Twitch four days a week, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, at oh, ah, ooh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. So go and give Raina some love. If you're interested in Twitch, why don't you come on over to my channel as well? It's, we, it's twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We're streaming all the time. Come on over. It, it's it, if you, you guys are missing the live love here. It, it's the live action in the moment stream is where it's at. So come on over, twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. It's a good time over there. I am still recovering from this horrible stomach bug that I'm pretty sure I caught from my own mother for sharing chocolate cake with her at the Cracker Barrel, which is just, it was not even good chocolate cake. I feel terrible. Uh, and, and, and you know, like the only reason why I'm even able to do this right now is because I wasn't bedridden because yesterday I was completely bedridden. I couldn't move much. I was just shitting out and I was pissing out of my ass, I should say. It was just not a good look. Not a good look. I will tell you, I did take a little bit of shroomy shrooms on this, uh, on this, uh, allegedly, I took uh, a little bit of shroomy shrooms on this interview, so, uh, just know that that's what you're going into, but it's a good time. It was a good time. I think I did rather well. I, I don't think I made it too stupid. I'm a little more obnoxious than usual, but hey, whatever. Th this is the way it goes. In any case, let's keep moving here because I got to get through this so I can like go lay down for a second because I just feel like I'm fucking I'm dying here. So uh, we're, we're blowing through it, guys. Go like, subscribe, review, like us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, fucking all of them, all of the things, even stupid ass Facebook were there. I'm, I'm like really close to just abandoning my Facebook and just n deleting the app. It really is just a garbage app these days. It's a garbage. Uh, it does do. It, it doesn't do anything for the podcast. They've restricted everything down to you have to pay for any kind of publicity or marketing on there. So it's not really that great for the show. 
no activity there zero activity in any case uh, fuck facebook but we're moving on even further go subscribe to us on apple itunes follow us on spotify subscribe on youtube and twitch it's a good time you can also support the show at a very free cost other than your time which is the most valuable asset we ho- we own but you know you at least you want to pay money to leave a review leave a review on apple itunes leave, we'll read it on air we'll read it on air it's fun you can also rate the show on Spotify. They just added a new rating system, and I would love for you guys to go and give us a five-star rating if you think we earned it. If you think we earned it. Obviously, you can go give us a one-star rating if you want, but whatever. But don't be an asshole, all right? You're already here. You're already in this. So just, you know, let's just go. Uh, we're still celebrating our two million uh, downloads. We got two million overall plays and downloads, which is really weird to say out loud because it's like thinking that two million people have heard this fucking voice is 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 a strange thing for me so i appreciate it keep up with all the love my friends i i I do appreciate all the all the support it's been a wild ride and it's only gonna get better it's only getting better uh what else we got i think that's it so next week i I think we're gonna have josh bolton on the show he is a podcaster and uh, i've been on his podcast so he's coming on my podcast so it'll be a good time it'll be a good time i remember having a great conversation with josh and uh you know what we're gonna do it big so that's coming up on friday on the live stream and then next week or today i'm sorry that's coming up today on the live stream around 4 p.m eastern standard time so come on through it's a good time and uh that's it guys Uh, let's jump on over to robbie gross again go follow robbie on all the social medias and join in the fun with sports on the hill and uh yeah that's it i'll see you guys on the other side thank you for coming on the show my friend and and you know yeah i still expect you to do your duty as a mod i, I want you to know that you, you're not of getting course, off of the- course i'm still here in chat you know i'm watching <laughs> you're, for those trolls <laughs> you're not off the hook buddy i am doing well duke i am doing very well i i meant to microdose today but i ended up macro dosing on accident so i'm still on the uh offense of, of the the effects of it is sort of still waving through and it didn't help that I ate a couple more caps right before I popped on. So, hey, it's going to be that kind of show today. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, don't. I, 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 I may have uh, partaked a little bit of uh, myself before I, I jumped on. That's okay. That's okay. It's all good. We're here to we're here to uh, to bond and to get to know you. And to... Wow, I had no idea. You listen, Raina, there's things you have no idea about who I am and what I do, okay? You don't know all of this. You don't you you can't fathom all that goes on in this mind. It would melt your face. Melt your face. Anyways, Robbie, who <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. Take you seriously. I don't even know anymore, Raina. I've I've deatomized into someone else. I'm 
I'm, I'm five years deep into a DMT trip, uh, uh, living another life somewhere on a cottage on a lake somewhere. I have a whole other family. It's. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard people like uh, taking DMT and like they live like a whole life? They have like a whole life that they live. Like they 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 go. They have like a family. They have an apartment. You know. They they like they they build. They have neighbors. They have full relationships. And then all of a sudden they get sucked out and back into their reality. And it's like, what the fuck just happened? Have you have you heard any of that before? I have not, but I can only imagine, right? So, I mean, it, I, I, I've gone on some interesting journeys in my life for sure. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, dr- drugs are a crazy thing, right? So They're a hell of a thing. They're a hell of a thing. <laughs> DMT, thing. different life. Um, <laughs> lived. I don't know if the, I don't know. Hold on. Survey entity encounter experiences. DMT feels like a dying. That was an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, no, there's. I I remember reading this article. I can't remember who it was. It was this guy who fucking he he I, he was he smoked DMT with his friends and he went and had this whole life. And like he was telling people in this other life, he's like, no, I'm not this guy. I'm not this this human being. Like. I have a whole nother life. I don't know what's going on. And they have like a whole career. And like he, he like goes through like the motions. I think he works at like a law firm or some shit. He goes through all the motions and like he has no idea what his life is. And and finally, you know, like like people are worried for him. He has friends. He has a whole like network of friends like that he just doesn't even know. Uh, and, and like they all know him. And, and then fucking, wow. you know, eventually as years go by or months even go by, he he fucking is like oh okay i guess i am this i i guess i am this guy who is uh you know who is a lawyer and you know eventually he gets good at his job and he meets a girl and he he falls in love and they have children and fucking you know they buy a nice house and then fucking one day he's staring at a lamp and fucking it gets brighter and brighter and brighter and all of a sudden he fucking comes out of it and he's fucking back with his friends um who who fucking who they were smoking DMT with and he's just like what the fuck and they're just like oh you were gone for like you know like 10 minutes what happened you know and and in in 10 minutes he had this whole uh life and, and and to the point where he mourned, he was mourning his family that he lost, his his daughter, his his son, his his life, his friends. You know, he had a whole life that he left behind, and uh, it, it was something that he had to come to terms with. And it was very, it's very interesting. I mean, it, the mind is a powerful thing. You know, it's like because it's not all just drugs. You know, it's not all just drugs that are doing it. I mean, because you could have dreams, right? That like, have you had any dreams that were like so real? And you woke up and you're just like, what the fuck? You know, like uh, it, I, I've met some famous people in dreams and I wake up and I'm like, damn, that that was a fun time. And I'm like, man, that would have been cool to, for that to be in the reality. But like, I, I mean, I've been there before in, in college and, you know, life in a previous life where you go through a trip and it's like you really like deconstruct your entire existence and you come back and you feel like you conquered like this incredible journey that feels like years or millennia has passed. Mm. But in reality, it's been like an hour. And, um, <laughs> and so it's, you know, it, I, I, uh, 
yeah, it's something I would not do to this day. I think it's terrifying to trip with children. Um, you know, oh, yeah. But, <laughs> so like, but um, you know, it, back in college, I learned a lot about myself through things like that, for sure. Well, so. you know what? I'm an irresponsible asshole, I suppose. I'm over here fucking <laughs> doing this. I, I had work to do this morning, okay? I had things to do, folks. So I had to fucking sort of get into the vibe, man, and fucking... Um, and it actually came out really well, the because I was working on a song for a friend, and uh, it came out really, really well. the the whole the whole uh, the the song came out good. So like, I was really happy with the product and uh, with the work that I did this morning. And then and then we went for a walk, and I watched Raina fall on roller skates like twelve times. It was that was awesome. So it was a great day. And Robbie's gone. Thank you, Robbie. <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry, my dog just knocked over my glass of water. Hold on, I'll be right back. You're good, brother, you're good. Uh, Did you read about them trying to do this as a punishment for prisoners, weird dystopian stuff? Uh, No, no, this was somebody who actually wrote, like, a blog about it. I wish I could find it. DMT, Different Life, blog... What what could I uh, blog, life lived, uh, maybe, power downfall of the psychedelics... My trip, three tips before you take the plunge. Ayahuasca retreat. Strange entities. Um, man, I want to find this fucking blog. He wrote this blog and I read it. I don't I don't know. It was a long time ago, but it, I thought it was amazing. Uh, making them serve their sentences faster, IRL, but not like inside them. Oh, they, oh, they were inside them in prison. <laughs> Somebody was inside them. Uh, oh, it's a thought experiment. Never mind. Oh, it might be Raina out of the balance. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, here's the thing. Raina is the responsible one. And, and like Robbie, she's like, uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not fucking doing those things with a son around. So, you know, luckily I have a responsible human being that's around that I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, things going wrong. But it, again, I didn't take too much. It, it meant to be a microdose. It was a little bit more than a micro. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was supposed to be a micro. And I was just like, well, I think that's okay. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay, well, this is where I'm at now. All right. I think he was probably just watching Star Trek while he was down. Listen, the Duke, you don't know, okay? You don't know the things I've read on the internet. Posted a link in Discord. Vice even reported on it. Oh, Morby. On the case... Hold on. Let's go look at it. Yes, there it is. Oh, you did something else. That's not it. This is interesting. Well, let's go over here and read about this. Morby dropped something in the Discord. And uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. That lady is crazy. Uh, Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just reading the side things here. Uh, we're jumping right in, Robbie. And and yeah, that's fine. Sorry about that. But literally, we're, I knew we were going to talk about water today. I had no idea that she would knock my entire water over all the electronics. So I had to get right. We that, we so. we we are going to talk about water and oceans because we do need to talk about the ocean because it is getting dicked over right now. And um, and we do need to we do need to go over that. But Morby dropped this in the Discord, and so yeah, yeah, for sure. What is this? Could mind jail and psychoactive drugs fix overcrowded prisons? I don't think so. <laughs> let's yeah, my find God, out. My <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> Robbie's like, yeah, I'm betting on no. Uh, a team of scholars at Oxford, led by philosopher Rebecca Roche, 
Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going with that. Recently proposed the concept of using psychoactive drugs and futuristic technologies like mind transfer to trick a prisoner brain, trick a prisoner's brain into thinking they've been in prison for 1,000 years, even if it's only been a few hours. Oh, fuck. That would suck. Uh, after the initial shock that this may even be possible, the idea raises an interesting question. Could this be a way to get people in and out of prison quicker, in essence, solving the overcrowding problem in today's prison? I see. So instead of like having people high off their asses while they serve off their serve their sentences, you're you're sort of imposing a like thousand year sentence in a few days or a few hours and then just sending them on their way. They're like, no, don't do that again. And I don't know. What do you think? If someone gave you a bunch of drugs, do you think that you would not commit crimes again, <laughs> Robbie? I, I mean, I guess it depends on the drug, right? Um, but like, <laughs> so, so it might make me commit more crimes. Um, exactly. Yeah. Here's some crack cocaine. Never do this again. <laughs> Right. So, uh, no, I don't, I don't think that would, that would work for me for sure. I mean, I, I, I mean, we could talk about this for a long time, but I think some things that are criminalized now shouldn't be. And yeah, mm. some drugs, I think that there is a, yeah, it is correct that we, uh, limit uh, the usage of them. Um, let me let my dog out. Sure. Sure. But, no yeah, problem. But, do yeah. your thing, baby. Do your thing. No worries. Uh, no, like, like I could say, like, what was that uh, Black Mirror episode where um, somebody, they, it was, they had like a little helper, right? And, and you could like make it so it was, uh, oh, it was the guy from, um, it was the guy from that TV show where they smoked in the offices, John Hamm. John Hamm was in the episode and it was like this, uh, it was like a, um, a, a Google, like a Google, like a Google, like, Hey Google, like a Google nest or something, but in the future or something. And it was like a clone of his mind. And so it was meant to be like an assistant and you could, you could, and to punish him, he, he was like, well, here, enjoy a thousand years by yourself, stupid. And then so, and it was only five minutes for him and it was a thousand years for like little him. And he's just like, oh my God. Oh Jesus, please don't do that again. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, don't do it again, or you'll get eternal punishment. Holy ish! Uh, at this point, it might be kinder to just kill them. Yeah, it might be. A thousand years would probably make them worse. How is that helping? I don't know. We should find out. We should read on. I mean, I just start judging this right away before I even like <laughs> before I even read it. I was just like, well, fuck that. Oh, I have to see this episode. I love John Ham. Yeah, and I also like Ham. So yes, you should. Uh, okay. I actually don't like ham ever. Yeah, we, we speak English good judging something before you read on never happened before on this show. <laughs> when, when I posed the question to criminal justice expert David Mluna, he was re, uh, re, reticent. Is that how you say it? Reticent? My God, I am a fucking dummy. You cre Yeah, no one can read it but me. Sorry, everybody. Is it, is it reticent? Reticent. Thank you, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie's educated, so he'll be our English speaker today. Uh, reticent 
Jesus Christ, I am just out of this world. Uh, let me see. Uh, he was reticent to go that far. I think that we should have caution with that approach. He told me there's going to be no silver bullet in solving how many people we have in prison. There are currently 2.4 million people behind bars in the U.S., more than any other country in the world. Since the onset of the war on drugs, the prison population has risen 700%. Housing and feeding convicts cost taxpayer $51 billion a year year for drug-related offenses alone. It's a problem begging for a solution. Uh, there is a lot of people in prison, low-level drug offenders that probably don't need to be in prison, who would probably be better served through another type of personal treatment. So could using uh, medical technology to rethink punishment be the solution? In an interview with Aeon magazine, Roche said that certain psychoactive drugs could make someone feel like they are serving a thousand-year sentence. She also talked about artificial life extension. Okay, so now we're getting into the Black Mirror shit here. Have you seen that episode, Robbie, uh, A Black Mirror? Okay. I don't I don't watch Black Mirror, but oh, I heard some crazy things about it. it. The first episode is fucking terrible. I was like, what am I watching? It's literally like some dude fucking a pig. Literally. <laughs> literally. That it's a dude fucking a pig. I'm like, this is fucking terrible. I don't know if I could go on. But if you get past the pig fucking, <laughs> if you get past the pig fucking, Robbie. It's it's something it's something to behold. Uh, many psychoactive drugs, even well-known ones like acid and mushrooms, cause time dilation. Time is relative. Oh, thank you. Uh, and these drugs can affect the way your neurons are interacting in a way that makes time feel like it's going much slower. Furthermore, some not yet developed psychoactive drugs could cause you to go into a multi-day hallucinatory experience like a dream uh, where you're living out in uninterrupted weeks of living in your mind. Roche also proposed the concept of uploading your brain. Okay, so here's the Black Mirror stuff. If you could upload a prisoner's brain to a computer by matching the ways the neurons and other aspects of the brain operate, the person could live indefinitely. Someone that lives indefinitely could be punished indefinitely. A virtual reality game that you can't get out of no matter how much you want to. Theoretically, then, we could punish someone... Punish people quickly in a made-up world that they're only in for a day or two, but said it's not as simple as that. One of the major benefits of incarceration is taking violent people off the streets, he said. As for nonviolent offenders, people that are primarily hurting themselves, they probably shouldn't end up there at all. He went on. Prisons are a scarce resource, and we need to incarcerate the worst first. I, I agree with that. The other obvious problem with medicating criminals is that it's never been done before. And so we're unaware of long-term effects. Are there side effects we don't know about? How long would it take us to know if there are side effects? Said uh, Roche claims that tinkering with the mind to alter a person, a prison system is only a scary idea because it's new. But I'd argue it's just scary, period. Imagine the streets seething with half lobotomized ex-cons that we decided to do some experiments on. Can we have can we even imprison them at that point? We could blame them for their actions after having their mind fooled into thinking they were locked up for a thousand years. So yeah, that's uh that's that's wild. That's wild shit. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the way to do things, but I could see it. I could see it happening. Um, what do you think, Robbie? Did you know much about Neuralink? Have you heard about Neuralink? 
No, all of this is news to me. I have never heard about any of this. Holy I, shit, uh, Robbie, where are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're a sports guy. He's like, I like sports, bro. What do you want? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I, this, is all, this is all wild to me, too. Uh, what, let's see, 51 billion, Mamma Mia. It's so much more fucked up than I thought. That would be a good, uh, would maybe a hundred years of therapy. Uh, have you ever seen Without Bias? It's uh, it's about Len Bias who died. Oh, it's about Len Bias who died a few days after the NBA draft. Laws were written soon after. Uh, one of the people who helped him write those laws ended up going to prison for lying about his qualifications to have uh, the job. Uh, the laws wrote, stayed in place. Anyways, oh, y- this is Robbie's life, right? This is Robbie's line of work. So are you familiar with Len Bias? Or is that- uh, I mean, I, I know who Len Bias is. I I don't know about that part of it, no. But oh. um, but that, that's interesting, for sure. <clears throat> we'll take the people out of the overcrowded prisons and put them in psych wards. Great. Problem solved. I agree, Morby. I agree. Let's just fucking, let's just drug them up, put them in asylums, and then we'll just forget about them. And then they can't hurt anybody else or themselves, hopefully. Um, I mean, it fix one overcrowded system with another. Yeah. Know, uh, and, would... and meanwhile, people, the government, uh, uh, judges and, and fucking, and, and, and fucking, and Congress people and people who make the laws will be making money on the back end. Uh, as they uh, fill up these psych wards, just like in real life, just like prisons. Um, wow, that was so clunky. But you get the idea. Not funny, but you get the idea. But no, Neuralink, man. You ne- you've never heard of Neuralink? I have not. You have you ever heard of Elon Musk? Yes, I do. I <laughs> He's like, yes, I do know him. <laughs> I do know Elon. <laughs> Uh, the the real life Lex Luthor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some see him as that, right? Some see him right. as like a evil guy who's. Fucking... I, I still don't know what he's doing with Twitter. Why is he buying it for like higher than the cost? I mean, um, some, his... one of my friends thinking he's gonna use it as like a login uh, way to like log into that internet that he's creating with satellites. Um, it could be, it could be a gateway for that. I, I'm not sure. And it, what he said publicly is that it needs to be an open forum for people to come on and have real, uh, conversations because as of right now, if you say anything that's outside of a certain narrative, you are immediately banned or kicked off. Uh, a good example of this is how people were getting kicked off or banned for saying that, uh, the COVID, I'm not trying to talk about COVID, but this is just an example that the COVID-19 uh, virus came from a lab leak, saying that or putting that on Twitter could get you banned. And then a few months later, or even now, it's a plausible idea. Um, so, And you won't be banned. So there's certain things that can't be talked about. Um, and and it, 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 he sees it as almost a danger to democracy if you don't have a public forum for people to be able to talk and discern what what the truth is. And, and that you know, that goes for assholes who want to say awful things. But I mean, of course, there's guidelines you have to stick by. And I, I think that people are, are, are thinking that he wants to just let Donald Trump back on and he wants to say the N word and the, and the F slur. Yeah, that <laughs> seems know? like a really expensive way to have that happen. Right, right. right. I, mean, I just don't, I mean, like who's spending billions of dollars, if not, you know, more, you know, to try. I just think there's got to be another reason. I mean, I love the idea of freedom of speech and that there should be platforms out there. I'm not the biggest Twitter fan. I, I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Twitter and I, um, you know, I use it occasionally, but uh, I feel like it's kind of a toxic cesspool at times where just mm-hmm. people like try to like go down further and further into the, into the basement of humanity and, you know, just try to, I mean, talk about trolls i mean i know we have to deal with trolls sometimes on twitch but like holy moly like the the average person seems to be a troll on on uh, that platform and i i appreciate trying to save you know freedom of speech although it's kind of a weird thing right because that's an american ideal that you know not every country even subscribes to and um but why would you spend that much money to save the freedom of speech on the internet. I just, for me, there's gotta be a better economic reason for him to spend that kind of money. There's, there's something, I mean, that's a great public reason to, to give and it sounds wonderful, mm. but like to me, there's, there's more to this story than that. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. He, he could also be that person who, um, you know, who has all the money in the world and he's not really he doesn't really care anymore about that. And he's just he's he cares more about uh, maybe, you know, maybe. But again, he's a capitalist and, and, and I, I see what you're saying. But maybe he does actually care. I mean, the things that sort of made America great and sort of rise to the top, and not that we're at the top anymore, but at one point, you know, we were at the top, was this idea that we had uh, freedom of thought, freedom of speech, and, and the freedom to sort of um, make mistakes and to, to say things and have people, you know, respond and be like, hey, that's not right, and, and be able to have these debates in a public square. And, and sort of get to this central idea. It, it also allowed freedom of innovation, you know, like a freedom to to innovate and, and make the coolest music, make the world's most uh, advanced technology at times, uh, you know, space travel. The idea that that freedom of speech and freedom of thought has sort of elevated America to this position where people, I mean, even at, at our right now, people still want to come here, even, even though fucking every Everybody seems every seems like Americans hate America right now, but and and the world might hate us too. But like they still want to come here, they still want to take our music, they still want to use our art, they still want to appropriate our our art and culture, and uh, you know there there's something to be said by that, and I think. A key to that was the idea that we had the freedom to sort of uh, uh, to to expand on ideas and to you know go as far as we wanted with them without much in, impedance, as long as it wasn't hurting people or or hurting you know hurting others and and you know. Let my dog back in, but I'm listening. Sure, sure. So I mean, I think you know, in, in some aspects, maybe that's why. I don't know, but but it could be right. It could be like. Uh, he could be uh, wanting Twitter a- as a way to use Neuralink to sort of tap into everyone's mind. Um, have you ever seen that South Park episode where I think it had Alec Baldwin in it and they drilled holes in your head? And you could, <laughs> have you ever seen I mean, that? It sounds like the Matrix. I mean, uh, it know, is the Matrix. Like, it is. So yeah. Neuralink is literally they want to drill a hole in your head and put little tiny fucking uh, nodes into your brain. And fucking like, and you you're basically hardwired into the internet now, and hardwired into fucking it, what they want to use it for at this point is what they're saying is they want to get people who can't walk to walk again, 
Um, they did these experiments where they had like pigs where it was predictive movements and stuff that I can't even explain or recreate, obviously. Have you I'm ever, from... have you ever, I don't know if you watch anime at all, but Ghost in bit. the Shell, which was, um, you know, basically what the Matrix in some ways is based off of, mm. right? So uh, it was the idea that uh, we would have the internet basically implanted into our brains. And so there were, you know, people out there trying to hack each other's brains right. and, and stuff like that. And um, so I, I, I guess I worry about, you know, how we would be, I mean, I think we're already very connected to each other. I think the idea that any of these neural links could then be online and somebody could hack your brain, I'd like to try to avoid that at all costs. Like, so, um, I mean, but obviously for trying to fix things that need to get fixed in your body, I think it sounds good, but, uh, you know, what sort of level of, you know, autonomy do we have on our bodies versus giving outside, you know, people access to all that. So, right. I mean, we're um, worried about our data now, right? Like, oh, they're getting our data. <laughs> Get your VPN, bro, because they're getting right. our data. Imagine them getting your fucking innermost, deepest thoughts and, and then exploiting those, right? Like, oh, yeah. Robbie had a thought that he wanted to, to go kick his neighbor in the balls because his neighbor, you know, fucking grew, his tree grew over the property line. Oh, fuck you, Robbie. You know, like now Robbie's the bad guy. Let's go arrest Robbie for having it's thought like crimes. It's like Minority Report, right? Yes. Where, like they try to future predict what the crimes are going to be, you know, so. Imagine banning or gifting subs with just a thought. Listen, I'm here for it. Honestly, I'm fucking <laughs> I'm here for it. I am ready for that. Like fucking log me in, bitches. I'm ready to fucking <laughs> upload me to the server. I'll, I'll live forever. I'll watch all my family members die off. I'll watch my body decay and fucking I'll be I'll be out in the fucking matrix living my best life. Here I am, folks. This is it. I feel like it'd be lonely to be everywhere at once. <sighs> I, I guess it would be, but if you have other people that are, are logged in as well, then you're sort of doing it together, right? Potentially. Unless you end up not liking them, and then you got to live through eternity with the <laughs> virtual somebody you don't but like. But if you're able to make, if you're able to create worlds that you, that you want to live in, then you're able to sort of create your own world as you go. What's up, Primordial? Welcome in. Welcome in. Thank Hi. you so much for being here, and good to see you. Uh, I mean, so if you were with somebody that you didn't like, or if someone was annoying you, you could literally just go to and create another island for yourself where other people could inhabit it. It's sort of like Roblox, you know, or, or, or any of those kind of games where you can build, you know, worlds or games in, in the game gaming universe. And if people really like your world, they'll come and hang out. Or if it's or like podcasts, right? If people like the podcasts that you make, people will come and hang out. People will come and listen. People will download the episode. So I imagine that you could probably just create your own world at will as you go. Um, and and you yeah, could... we talked we talked about Oculus while I've been in chat, but I mean it's pretty incredible what you can do in these virtual reality worlds. I mean I was playing with 3D SketchUp or whatever it's called, and I I was felt like I was Tony Stark, like creating stuff and like pushing it away and rescaling it. And I mean I can only be in it for 30 minutes to an hour before you start to get sick, you yeah. know, just because it's it's very intense. Right. And I'm trying to keep it away from yeah you know, my three and a half year old at all costs because I don't want like he is hard. Yeah, time grasping our reality. I can't even imagine what happens when he jumps into the virtual space. Um, right. 
Uh, and it's just been really interesting to see this technology evolve because once upon a time you had to plug it into a computer and it was very cumbersome and you had to have cameras watching mm-hmm. your, your and tracking your space. But now with these Oculus, you could just draw a little boundary box in the game and jump into a world and you can draw other boundary boxes through the house and I can walk through the house in and out of boundary boxes, you know, and see people for a little bit and then jump back into the virtual. I mean, it's some crazy stuff and this is just the beginning, right? right. So like I, I can only imagine, but I like that better where it's your choice to put on the mask and jump into that world and you can still right. exist in that world, but you can also unplug and you have to know that you have no tether to it anymore. I, I you know, I, I'm more about that. I think I, you know, I think you're right. I think you're right about that. I, but I, I do find it fascinating to, because we still, uh, like I remember hearing Elon Musk on an interview where he's talking about like our, the interface, you know, we already have like the world in our hands, right? But the interface is slow. So being able to, uh, TOS, <laughs> VO, yes, VR prone. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, but see, that's the thing. Like, what would that be like cheating if you're out like fucking in, in your Neuralink world and you're out there banging other, you know, other bots or whatever you're doing? Is that cheating? Is your, are you going to come back into the real world and your wife is going to be like, what, where you been? Why is your pants all wet and moist? Why is it smell in the room? Why is this smell in here? Why does that smell? I, I don't know. Uh, like that one Black Mirror episode. Yes, yes. We were just talking about Black Mirror, the one with um, with John Hamm, where he punishes his little like uh, his little Google Nest guy. You know, his little assistant. I think so. I think I'm getting that right. I'm pretty sure it's the one with John Hamm in it. But yeah, no. There's it, it's fucking wild. It's wild. Have you seen the new Blade Runner? Uh, I want a joy. Oh. I have. I have not seen it actually. I was gonna but... watch it the other day, but then I TikToked. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like like it was, I used to do this, but I got high. But it's like the new, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I stopped <laughs> smoking weed, so like now I'm. I'm just... TikTok's your new addiction. Uh, well, it's been my addiction since since the fucking <laughs> pandemic. I mean, like I, I it, I've avoided the toxic tech. I have not gotten on that platform. I it's like that's all I need. I'm already on too many platforms. I was like, I, I can't, feel you. But, I feel you. Yeah. It, there's a lot of people who are reluctant to get on there, but I really, uh, I really like it because it. First of all, I, I've never and my algorithm is programmed to like lots of gay content. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of homosexual men on my on my algorithm, like conservative homosexual men, uh, like conservative black people. And like, I'm like, I'm not a conservative dude. Like, what is happening here? Why do I have like conservative gay black guys on my algorithm? Maybe the algorithm's watching your show. And uh, Yeah, but that's the problem. Like, that's the thing. Like, I get fucking uh, 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 mythic politics called me a chud. He was like, you're a fucking chud. You know, I'm just like, fuck you. I don't even know what that is. I had to go Google it. <laughs> it was like, I don't think I'm a chud, but but am I a chud? I'm not a chud. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'm a chud because I, I'm, I'm totally about like fucking leveling the playing field and making things right for everybody and, and equality for all. And like, I don't. You know, like, I don't subscribe to this whole, like, fucking let's put limitations on what people want to do in their own lives, you know? Like, if they listen, if a parent and a kid wants to fucking turn their kids, turn their little boy into a little girl, 
I don't give a fuck. This is America. Why do I give a fuck what you're doing with your kid? That, it, like, I look at it probably more from a, almost even a libertarian stance. Like, I could give yeah. a shit less what you do to your children. That's your fucking... If, as long as you're not beating the fuck out of them or, or killing... But even if you're doing that... I mean, there's like I feel bad for those kids, but like I, that's not my problem. That's not me. That's not what I'm doing. It, it, there, there's laws in place for that. But, but, but to tell people they can't, you know, do that to their children. They can't. You can't fucking. Uh, you can't turn them into the opposite sex. I don't give a fuck. Like, who gives a shit? Well, like, I, I've always been of the belief that the government should stay out of all of our bodies, exactly. right? No matter what it is, it's a person's decision. And while a legislature makes any decisions about anybody else's body, except for to let them have the ability to protect their own, you know, right. is beyond me, you know, I, and I, I guess I take a quote unquote libertarian view upon that as well. Right. Yeah. So like, um, it's tough, right? Cause I mean, the two politics system is, pitted all these people against each other that ends up probably being more alike than than not but yeah. it's just easier to be like us versus them and it feeds the machine i you know i worked in politics for years uh before my current job and you know watching people tear each other down and build each other up and you know different groups and i mean that's the whole game right and yeah. i i got sick of you know photoshopping shit about obama and i was like <laughs> Uh, you know, I was like, ah, I'm done. I was a Republican that I was working for. And I was like, ah, it's not a great use of my time. You know, yeah. like, I well, just don't feel great about what I'm doing. Well, you, you brought this up in chat before, but you, you used to work for Newt Gingrich, correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. As a, yeah. You know what? I'm going to watch it, Morby. I'm going to watch the new one. Um, it's probably a little artsy farty, but hey, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for artsy farty. Listen, the other one, the, the the old Blade Runner, is that the one where he's on Mars and his eyes explode, like with Arnold? I can't remember. Or is that the one with uh, with um, fucking Harrison Ford? I can't no, remember. It's, uh, Blade Runner is Harrison Ford, but I'm, I'm now curious about the movie you just mentioned. I want to see that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's see that one. Yeah, oh, that's, that's Total, Total Recall. Recall. Oh, yeah, yes, there you go. Yes, yeah, okay. the one with Arnold and Mars and stuff. That is not Blade Runner. <laughs> you described first. Okay, thank you, Morby. I, I, I'm just listen. I'm, I'm in another universe as it is. Okay, I'm fucking. I'm trying to hold it together here. I don't know. Great. I don't know what possessed me to eat a couple more caps before I jumped on. I was like, oh, this should work. I'm good. Uh, but no, like so. I mean, I kind of want to talk about your your time with Newt Gingrich because I mean, he 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 was the Speaker of the House for many years, and yeah, for he was sure. a very yeah, powerful he, he, member of the of of our political system here. What was that yeah, like? It was really cool, actually, especially as like a first job out of college. I really. Um... Uh, yeah, I, I learned a lot in it, right? So I was his, you know, one of his web designers and helped run his online store. And like, it's always interesting to see politics because I think that he's actually like a really good person, right? But I think that a lot of people don't agree necessarily with his politics. Right. And I, I don't think I agree with his politics all the time either. You know, I it's, um, but it was really cool to help get him to, you know, Fox News appearances and meet the people and be behind the scenes and uh, help, uh, you know, he's written so many books, uh, mm -hmm. both uh, fiction and nonfiction. And yeah, some people really like the alternate history books that he wrote. He did a bunch of series on that. Oh, and cool. so it was cool to, um, you know, like if Gettysburg, if like different battles happen different ways. And, you know, right. so he, he's a historian first and, um, you know, he's 
one of the best war historians in the country actually knows about uh, a lot of that stuff. And I mean, especially being in Speaker of the House for you know a while and being a House member for I believe over twenty years, um, you know, you learn a lot about war and about you know how our society deals with it and about yeah. culture. And you know, he's a really really smart guy. He knows how to you know play. The situation at the time he was running four different companies and so i was helping to manage that as one of his staffers oh, and, Jesus. um yeah it was it was an intense time uh especially you know leading up to the election uh you know the time that i was doing it uh was uh you know right around you know obama and you know i remember being with him uh in the room um when mccain announced his uh, running mate which was a very interesting you know time yeah. um yeah you because know, she could see russia from there but uh you know it's just uh you know it's it's a it's an interesting to be in politics uh and see some of the inner workings and obviously i've always lived in you know outside dc other than in college to college in philadelphia but uh i've always lived in this area and so world politics and u.s politics are all part of our local news, right? Yeah. It's just, it's a part of the fire, uh, fabric of living in Washington, D.C. And, um, you know, I, it's been really cool. I, I, you know, my dad, you know, worked in politics as well. We've talked about that before, but yeah. like, uh, it, yeah, it's he's been deep really state. interesting. Right, <laughs> deep state, right? <laughs> um, and um, I, it, it was really cool to uh, sort of see parts of that, but mm. then I, I do love what I currently do, you know, working for a school and, um helping to market a place that's like more important to me. I, just, right. I believe in the value and the uh, helping kids. And for me, I think that that, I mean, I loved it. I mean, flying in private jets and getting to go and, uh, you know, film things alongside CNN and, you know, being a part of that everyday hustle. I mean, it was all whole day thing. It was just like run and gun. I don't even know how somebody in their sixties was doing it. You know, yeah. alongside me, I was in my twenties and I was exhausted. And and, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, I think it was just black coffee, but yeah. like, it was <laughs> Same just thing. You know, it, it, intense. And, uh, but it, it was, it, I learned a lot being in the inside politics and uh, being a part of that process. And, but, uh, you know, yeah. from being on the inside and hi, lovely lace. Good to see you. Our, our, our first mod, one of our first mods, Lovely laces in the house. Welcome in, welcome in. Good to see you, my friend. Um, you know, being oh, moving Dutchman. Thank you so much for gift subbing, lovely lace. I appreciate that, my friend. You're just such a you're such a, a gentleman and a scholar. Uh, you know, being on the inside of, of politics. You were mentioning how you know Newt was a really good guy. Just people that. Uh, did you feel like is it is it like professional wrestling? Like, because you hear this analogy a lot, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I do sometimes. I mean, I never talked about it with him, so uh -huh. I never like said, you know, is this a scripted you know, yeah. show? Uh, but but you do see him turn it on. I'll say like his ability to do things in a single take. Like, mm -hmm. I would record things that would go on our YouTube channel or on the website or whatever. Yeah. His ability to think through an entire five minute video on the spot and just go was incredible. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would take me multiple takes to do that. I mean, I guess I practice now doing a podcast and you, you get that over time, but just really incredible ability to just turn it on, have answers, be, you know, I, 
I rarely did a second take with him. You know, we had a teleprompter. Sometimes he would even just read off of the teleprompter and just nail it. And, mm. and that's a skill, right? And, and same thing with his Fox News appearances. So there was a little bit of this, you know, playing to your base and playing to, you know, the people that, you know, that support you. Um, and I think that he comes off a little bit more gruff and personality wise when you watch him on TV. He's just a hard line guy, believes in what he believes in. And, you know, is very... Um, uh, he's convicted in, in his beliefs, right? Yeah. He's just like, really, it takes it to his core. But when you talk to him, he's like a grandpa to me. Like he would just, we'd have these really wonderful conversations on these like airplanes sitting next to each other where there's no one around, you know, sipping on champagne or whatever. And just like, you can really get to know somebody in those moments. Yes. And like, uh, it's it was cool because we could talk about life and culture and family and, you know, all the things that really matter to him that you don't really get to say on Fox News and your soundbite or in you know in your books even right. about you know history or whatever so uh it is i mean these people they're obviously multi-dimensional right mm. that you see an aspect of them just like we do i mean when you turn on the camera when i turn on the camera we've talked about this in the past uh you know reina has mentioned on her show that it takes you a couple minutes to get into that mindset right you just yeah. can't be like called into an interview and be on air in that moment and i do too right it's it's a it's, it's a transition period i think so everybody has a private life that they keep private and you know with family and you know, and there's a part of their life that can be made public mm. uh, if they have a persona like you and I do. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting transition. I definitely learned a lot, you know, working as part of that. Yeah, man, that, that is so fascinating to me, like just being on the inside of that. Um, and, and we're going to shout out Robbie. Robbie's a streamer here, everybody. And also exclamation point, Robbie gross, RG. Uh, they'll bring up his website, which is sports on the hill podcast, which I think, uh, you're, you're, um, I think your like tagline or something is like you know all the sports without the politics or something. Yeah, like. DC DC sports without the politics. Yeah, because like there's such a political area around here, mm -hmm. and it, it influences even in the sports talk. You you feel like there's these big companies that obviously jump in, and it's a big marketplace. I mean, DC is a, a uh, it's a small town, but it's still a big market. If that makes sense. Yeah. DC is a weird city. If people don't know, I know it's an international podcast. Um, uh, DC itself is pretty tiny, right? Because it's only a certain amount of land taken away from Maryland and it was supposed to be taken from Virginia and then they took it back. So it's mostly from Maryland, you know, just yeah. this really thin sliver of space. And, um, but the DMV, the DC, Maryland, Virginia area has a huge population. So it might only be a couple hundred thousand that are actually in the city, but it balloons up. Same thing like New York City does too in the daytime uh, to a couple million people, right? So, I mean, it's, it's a big difference between the nighttime and daytime populations of DC. You know, and I noticed that being a part of the, the uh, people going downtown to work for Newt, you know, during the day and, you know, the Metro and the sort of our, uh, our driving system, it's, it's difficult it's you know, around here. Fucking terror. I hate it. it. It, yeah, it's, it's really bad. Uh, so I'm happy that I just take back roads to um, where I work and I don't have to deal with any of that now. Nice. Uh, but uh, it's really there is so much like gotcha news and like how can we spin things and can, how can we be the first to talk about it? And uh, our football uh, owner has 
ton of issues. And so that constantly, you know, is harped upon. And I feel like everyone's talking about the owner and the issues with the teams and all that, but they don't really spend the time really focusing on the wins and losses and like how to become better. And so we really wanted to make a podcast that was really focused around that, like really supporting your team, not being so much a homer, right? I, I consider myself a fan. It's a fan-based podcast, but it's, uh, I'm not like saying we're the best all the time, even when we don't make the playoffs or whatever, we're going to be very real with our assessment, mm. but it's really not focusing out from the, the political side of it. Like who's going to get the next stadium deal and who's going to like, you know, all that sort of stuff. We try to keep out of it. And it's really like a weekly snapshot of how all of our teams are doing and what we, what we have to do going forward for the next week. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a two hour show that's focused mostly around that. We also talk about some world sports like the Olympics uh, and other things, because there's actually a lot of fantastic Olympians that came from Maryland, you know, Michael Phelps and, and many others. Um, and uh, we also sometimes talk World Cup and some other international things or like March Madness, yeah. uh, things that still have local schools involved, but um, you know, more of a, a wider range topic, but uh, our focus weekly is definitely primarily on the four major sports teams of DC. Um, and uh, we, we actually do this thing called the district of champions. And so we've actually gotten to cover these three as they've uh, won uh, championships. And it's been cool. Uh, we've grown a lot over the years. It's much more on Facebook than it is uh, on Twitch, but on Twitch, we just hit 300 this week. So I appreciate hey. all, all the people that, uh, you know, come support um that came in late here we go there you go <laughs> it was necessary for everyone to hear that right um and so it's cool because you follow these teams like uh, the nationals for example you see the world series uh, championship uh design over i guess it's uh this way and um it's uh it's really cool to uh be a part of that you know people don't realize they were doing terrible earlier in the season and uh everyone kind of had written them off and my co-host said you know what i think they're gonna make the playoffs and they're gonna win it all or at least win around in in the playoffs and sure enough they won it all that year and they were a bunch of old guys that no one gave them any credit for and uh it's just kind of cool to be on the record you know talking weekly about it and you never know if we're going to be right on a topic you know same thing uh with the, with the capitals you know we got to follow their whole run and uh, we've gotten interviewed some really cool people over the years uh we had a, a person who was part of the u.s women's um uh hockey uh gold medal team for the olympics and uh, she's a diehard caps fan so we got her on in the lead up uh to winning the stanley cup so that was really fun and we've gotten people from the team is now called the commanders it was once called the redskins or the washington football team we've covered them with three different names now uh so um uh you know it, it was cool to get her she, julie donaldson she mm -hmm. was the first female vp of a team um and she came in and is like really writing the ship and does the radio broadcast. And we got to interview her in her very first year working in that role and uh, getting uh, to see that and other uh, broadcasters have come on our show and stuff like that. So it's been cool. We also got to cover the Valor, which is an indoor football team. Unfortunately, the arena football league uh, kind of folded a couple of years ago, but uh, their run from just starting and then two years later winning the championship. And we got to be actual press reporters for that going into wow. my favorite stadiums and interviewing the players and the coaches and, yeah. and stuff like that. So it's been really cool to, 
uh, watch it start off as a really small podcast and then be able to get to be a you know part of the media of a lot of these teams. Yeah. What What does it take to get it, like a press pass? Do you do you have like what is it? What 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 are the standards? Right. So it depends on the sport uh, that that we're talking about. So each one has different. Um, uh rules uh so arena football doesn't have quite the same uh following as like an nhl or an nba team and so there is less uh media from a uh national news point of view so they can give away you know more press passes uh to things like that so uh i i contacted some people at monumental sports it's a company that owns uh, the mystics uh, which is the women's basketball team uh the capitals which is the men's hockey team uh and also own the valor uh and they actually own the baltimore brigade brigade too which was another um football team in baltimore uh so it's interesting that you could own multiple teams in that league and so they gave uh since we were starting off from the ground up and they wanted to Exposure, obviously. Uh, and I talked to them about how we had covered the Capitals and the Wizards for the previous three years up until that point. And they said, sure, we'd love the coverage. And uh, so they um, they let us and I, in fact, got the play by play announcer, um, uh, Grant, uh, who is a big radio personality in the Washington, D.C. area to come on. And he was the play by play for the Valor. And so we got to talk about them from the initial season. Uh, some of the other bigger ones like the NBA and the NHL, you need to have a 10,000 person following on a, on a blog. And there's some other rules. So we're not quite to that level yet. Uh, but, we're, you know, we're building uh, that direction. And uh, I think. It's been fun. I especially like uh, sharing the Capitals uh, podcast to Capitals groups throughout Facebook and getting their input on it. Uh, I think that they particularly like the fact they can ask a question and people will answer it or give them the time of day. I mean, we started this whole thing as a call in radio show and uh, it was online and people could call in and I would let them actually say something for more than just two minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because for a long time, you call into a radio program and they'll give you your two minutes to sound off on something and then click and then They'll talk about what you talked about. And that's it. That's all you get. Even if it was a brilliant thing that you said, and maybe if you've done it 10, 15 times and they like you, maybe they give you like four minutes or maybe Mm -hmm. they'll give you a seven minute segment, you know, most, but like, it's really not a lot of time to talk to these people and get an in-depth thing where we let people come on and talk 10, 15 minutes about it. We've been able to grow a team of now we have 15 people on our show Whoa. and different people come on every week and we'll have round tables of three or four people talk about different sports, good friends of mine. And so uh, we used to do it here in the man cave, which is what we call this studio that I'm in right now. Uh, but uh, now we moved to zoom and so that they can, it makes it even easier for them weekly to jump on and uh, jump onto one segment. We have different people for different segments talking about different sports. And uh, it's really cool. They can just jump in and out of that zoom link and we can really have full conversations with them and uh, get to know them over the course of a couple of weeks and their fandom and uh, take questions if they don't want to come on live on video, you know, from chat, both on Facebook or on Twitch. That's dope. That's dope, man. Like I, I love that. I love hearing just those kind of organic growths like that. That's like that's the that's the coolest shit, man. It's like some of these podcasts that come out now, you know, they they get funding or they get back, you know, Spotify, you know, will will back these fuck like Obama, right? Obama and they're canceling Obama now. They're like which was like pissed a bunch of people off because they're like 
on Twitter, it pissed a bunch of people off on Twitter, and we all know that Twitter. What, is, what doesn't piss off a bunch of people on Twitter, right? That's, that's, that's well, they're just like they're like they're like, uh, how is Joe Rogan's trans hating ass still on 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 Spotify? But they're gonna cancel fucking uh, you know uh, uh, Obama, and and you know the 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 reality is is, is fucking ratings, right? It's, it's right. rating. Was Obama doing well? I, I right. don't even know. I didn't even know Obama had a podcast until just now. So. Exactly. I tried watching his nature show on Netflix. It was, I couldn't. I couldn't even watch it. I could. I love Obama. I, I love Obama. Like that was the thing. I love Obama. But I, I mean, Obama was was great I mean, at one. People. Yeah. Exactly. People are good at what they do. Maybe yeah. he's not a good nature channel, <laughs> you know, guide. You know, he's not so. a great content <laughs> creator, but he was a great. He was great That's politician. A, you know. Right. Um, it's, it's interesting, right? We all have our strengths and our weaknesses. I think you got to play to to that. And uh, it's tough. It's not easy creating content, doing interviews, you know, and and being a part of that. You know, it's fun to be a guest because it's always very stressful sometimes being a host and having to come up with content and where the conversation is going to go next and making sure that everybody gets airtime. I mean, mine has roundtables of four or five people sometimes. And you want to make sure that everyone's getting their word in. And so it's really, you know, seeing it from this perspective makes me really appreciate what ESPN and what a lot of those programs are doing when they've got four or five voices and they're Mm. trying to really evenly space it out and make it seem cohesive and not jumping on each other and not, you know, uh, stepping on each other's toes and, you know, cutting each other off. It's not easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and welcome, Chris Thompson. It's nice to see you. And and Oshi, I hope you're doing well. Thank you for being here. USA should be making Iron Man suits. <laughs> Fair enough. I agree. We should be putting all our resources into fucking making Iron Man suits so we could fucking. I, I think Elon Musk is doing that. I, if, if, what isn't Elon Musk doing? Like he just is it for fighting? Is it for flying? What are we making the Iron Man suits for? I, I Elon Musk. It. Elon Musk is making an actual robot to for for uh, what did he call it? A, a time of abundance, and he wants it so they're doing menial tasks like they're going to the store and, and shopping and and fucking building stuff. Like he wants to send. Uh, these these drones off these bots off to Mars have them build stuff and then I'm guessing he probably wants to sell that real estate once it there once they see these bots making stuff people are gonna want to invest in that and it's probably another ma- money making scheme. But are the Mars rocks can they be melted down to something? Can we like use those as a resource? I'm, I'm just I know. don't know. I don't know how they plan <laughs> on getting resources out there. Um, hold, hold on. What is the the Elon? Oh, it's a Tesla bot. The Tesla. Bot. Let's look at. Of course it. it is. It's uh, funny. I was actually we were looking at Teslas once upon a time, and I, I'm kind of happy that we didn't because I see like all these fail videos of like Teslas not being able to understand, you know, roads, and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm kind of happy just driving. Well, like, and also there's like a whole TikTok dedicated to people who Elon Musk is chill. <laughs> I have a brother that lives in D.C. He actually met the Obama. He got a scholarship. Uh, for journalism and was invited to the White House, ended up staying in D.C. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Nice, Duke. I, look, I, I love Obama. Whether you agree with, you know, all the brown people who killed overseas uh, with his drones or or the freedoms they took away, I still loved him as a president. I still loved his, uh, I loved his, um, 
his charisma. I loved what he did for uh, the status of America in in the United States and to the on the world stage, I should say. Uh, you know, I really liked him as a person. Some of his policies, obviously, you don't agree with everything a president but, does. But I, I want to say speak to that because I, I've only gotten to meet one president once, and yeah. it was yeah Bush. Um, Which and, one? Uh, the the second one. G Dub. I would know, love yeah, to meet G Dub though. He was the nicest guy. I, I bet. swear to I swear to God, we had the nicest conversation. And it was in the White House. It was really, really awesome. And it was these guys get such bum raps. And I understand yeah. he's not a perfect guy. And I understand Katrina and all the horrible things that happened during his presidency. Oh, oh the fake but war like, in, in in fucking Iraq. Yeah. Right. There, there's all these things. And I understand it from all that point of view, but these guys have the hardest jobs, right? It is, I would never, ever, ever, ever want to be president. No, like it is one of them. There's a thankless position. Like you're doing well. If no one's talking about you, like it's like every little mistake you make is magnified to 10 billion percent. Like, yeah. and it's, it's not, it's not easy. And they're making hard choices. Cause if the, if the choice has gotten all the way up to the president, it's not an easy choice to be made, right? Somebody else lower down would take care of it if it was an easy decision. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it all comes down to them. And all these guys are super charismatic and super nice people. And they're probably good people, yeah. you know, really like in their soul, like, I don't know about Trump, but the rest of them all seem like good people. And yeah, I believe you know, that they believe they're good people. Um, I'm sorry, but weapons of mass destruction—that whole thing was sold to us, and it just came out that that was all bullshit. So I mean, and we all—I think it. he was—I think he was sold a bill of goods. I'm exactly, sure exactly. No, no, and, and that's the thing. But but do we hold him responsible? I mean, who are we hold I mean, responsible? You have to, you have yeah, to exactly. hold him responsible. I, I I get it, and that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, and that's why know, it's like I, that's why it's so funny to see people like oh, little old Bush painting little pictures and like he's a little artist and, and oh, Michelle Obama's like making them fucking hot cocoa and they're fucking in, in front of the fireplace whatever fuck that like fuck him he's a war criminal <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> I'm but sorry and I, I, I understand I understand but I mean it's but crazy no that on a personal people accountable I know. you know for a whole you know decisions made by an entire government I understand I understand ultimately they're signing off on it but like it's going through so many people before it ever gets to them. Yeah. And it's a lot of these times it's like, what's the best with the information we have at the time. Yeah. And then more information comes out later that disproves it. And then it looks like you're the asshole. And I, yeah, I, you're right. It's about I, you know, perspective. It, it is. It is. Uh, if it's one thing that I'm learning and learning more is like, especially as someone who loves the idea of conspiracies and stuff like that is like, there's so many different angles, so many different perspectives that you got to see things from that, that it, it, you know, it back the fuck up just because it's not it's not all this or all that. There's so much nuance that goes within uh, these decisions that get made and, and stuff. But still, I mean, come on, fucking we, we fucking we, we fucking years of war and, and horror that we reigned upon another country, other countries. Uh, predicated on a lie, done it, right? Like of course, of course. I mean, talking it. about charismatic Obama. Obama did it. Obama <laughs> did it. Shit. Uh, you know. But uh, let, let's move away from uh, the horrors <laughs> of that that we've bestowed upon others, uh, and and let's let's look to the future horrors that lie in front of us. <laughs> Exciting. Uh, future apocalypse, not the past ones. Right? Yeah, exactly. So this is the new Tesla bot that we're. 
He's probably DMCA fucking. <laughs> fucking Elon Musk is gonna come and shut us down any second. This is how they find us. They, they're checking. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll turn off the sound. A moving Dutchman, if only we still had Obama. Yeah. Yeah, if only. I mean, honestly, we at least the United States wouldn't look like a fucking douche pile. Look at that thing. If if that's not fucking the thing of nightmares, I don't know what it is. <laughs> what is that? Oh my god, this looks like something right out of an anime that's like Yeah. This, I mean, this feels like the beginning of Ghost in the Shell when they're like creating Yeah, like, the the face and stuff cuz there's yeah. a there's a scene where the face sort of opens up and you see all the innards, right? And and that's like part of the intro, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so too. So Elon Musk it, is going to buy Twitch just to ban you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would not put it past him. Uh, <laughs> that's what he's doing. Mighty, he mighty resources. Yeah, mighty, mighty. Oh, well, mighty. No, okay. So let's start. Hold on, Boston Dynamics. Have you seen the stuff that Boston Dynamics does? Um, no. Boston Dynamics uh, robot. So they got robot dogs, but robot. Every year it gets crazier and crazier what these fucking things are doing. But they have every intention on using these for fucking murdering uh, humans or other robots. Look at this. Look how clunky that fucking thing looks, though. But look at what it can do. Imagine. Now that's something nightmares are made of, but Tesla just made it look nicer. Look at that. Hey, hey, Jesus Christ. Could you imagine that fucking showing up at our shores? Fucking. Can you just imagine like having like rocket launchers on the back of those? They things already do. Those, they right? strapped like... a fucking. Hold on. They have a fucking <laughs> dog that has the, the robot dog gun. I'm not even joking. I just saw this on TikTok. Yeah, I said it. Look at this shit. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um. <laughs> Warthog Productions. Look at this. Look at this fucking thing, bro. Look at this fucking thing right here. That's terrifying. Ghost yeah. Robotics and Sword International have teamed up to create a rifle-toting robot dog. Yeah, that's not even mounted yet. Special purpose there you go. Rifle. Look at that. Spur. The system adds a 6.5mm Creedmoor rifle from Sword to one of Ghost Robotics quadruple unmanned ground vehicles, or QUGVs. The Spur made its debut on the show floor at the Association of the U.S. Army's main annual convention in Washington, D.C., which opened yesterday. Though Ghost Robotics is partnered with a number of other companies to explore defense and security <laughs> applications, among others, for its licking. QUGVs. Let's get to the this good shit, come on! Forces squadron at Tyndall Air Force Base in Florida and are being tested by other units within thing. that service. The exact configuration of the 6.5mm gun inside the spur module, how much ammunition it contains, and how hard it might be to reload, are all unclear. Ghost Robotics has said that spur can be instructed remotely to chamber the first round from an unloaded state, as well as clear the chamber and safe the gun. Jesus Christ. In terms of the weapon itself, SARD does offer derivatives of the 5.56x 45mm R15M16 yeah, family, Duke. as well as similar, but larger caliber guns, more akin to the Armalite R10 or Knights Armament Company SR25. Because this is what's next, it's not fucking sending in fucking meat bags, it's fucking sending in these robots to go murder people in the night, fucking 
to take other people's resources, right? Like, this is like, oh, you have a natural gas resources and uh, we don't feel like overthrowing your government with our CIA fucking, uh, these fucking, these false flag wars and shit. We'll just send in our fucking dogs and we'll just take it anyways. It's like, we don't have, it is... If you can't sway the government through the CIA, through, through overthrowing their government, then we'll send in the dogs. Why Why does it need a gun? No life to defend. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Primordial sounds. Well, I mean, I know why. It's because these are going to be fucking... These, they're for attack. It's not yes. for defense. <laughs> yeah, right? it's, it's, it's pretty simple. Like it's Yes. I, I've seen so many video games that have these crawling mm-hmm. things that look just like that. I'm like, holy moly. There's like, a Black Mirror co- fucking coming. episode. There's a Black Mirror episode for all the horror <laughs> that's coming for the human, human race. I'm telling you right now, you got to watch this fucking series. It's amazingly horrifying, but it's fucking... But yes, there's a whole fucking thing where where these uh these little like spider dogs are running around and they're just killing people. It's like the the AI took over and and now people are hiding in the trash and living like rats fucking running around avoiding these little fucking robot spiders that come and fucking murder you in the night. It's terrifying. And look at it. It's here it comes. We're we're just, we're designing our own demise as we speak here. Those rifles come in calibers such as 7.6251 mm, 6.5 mm Creedmoor, 300 Norma Magnum, 338 Lapua Magnum, and 338 Norma Magnum. Yes, nanobots. The used in the spur module looks like it could have a sound suppressor fitted to the front end, which could make it more difficult for opponents to determine. Where- I mean, like, uh, I don't know if you've seen those videos where, like, there's little dogs. I, I've shown the videos on here before, but there's videos, like, um in shanghai of dogs just robot dogs running around telling everybody that they have to go in the fucking house and the covid restrictions they have drones flying around saying please quell quell your urge to sing about freedom and fucking go back in your house bitches like have, have you Throw not seen dog out. I mean, these videos are out there. It's fucking, it's already here. It's already happening. Like fucking and of course in china it's going down. But I mean, shit. What's not going down in China? That that place is fucking wild as fuck. It's fucking <laughs> China, baby. Uh, yeah, the nanobots are scary too, man. Like, it, there's just a whole mess of garbage coming our way down down the down the path, just waiting for us. Let's see this fucking thing shoot things. Come on, let's, where's the good stuff? Guns, as you can read more about here. Unmanned system already features impressive stabilization. Come on, video let's just cameras. see it fucking do stuff. Even if an operator ultimately has to give the approval to start shooting. Si- Come on. This could be especially valuable given the idea that these robot dogs, just like their real counterparts, will be able to get into tight spaces that present significant risks for their human handlers or just be hard for a person to access all. Well, isn't that how it starts, right? Like, it starts with, oh, look at the practicality. We could use these things to go disarm bombs or fucking go find, go into tight spaces that we don't want to find humans or or perform surgeries that, that are so precise, you know, that we can't... And then all of a sudden, it's fucking like, hey, fuck, fuck you. Like, now we're murdering everybody and taking your resources. What, what's this link here? What is this? Hey, I just put it in chat. This is what it reminds me of. It reminds me of the people... Peace Walker, which is the oh, Metal Gear Solid, right? Like, how crazy does that? Oh like? my god! 
<laughs> Holy shit, that is that is about right. right. Like, that I was like, I was right. trying to remember. I was like, I've seen this before in a video game, and I was like, I was trying to figure it out, and I'm like, yeah, Metal Gear Solid, they've got these giant wow. robots, and you're trying to like get out of their way as they like destroy. Holy hell! Yeah, no, you yeah. are you're right. That is it. Look at that thing. It's the same fucking thing. It's like they they're like some fucking nerd was like playing Metal Gear Solid. Like, I could do this. Fuck, fuck right. these guys. I could do this. It's like god damn it. Oh shit! Just a 6.5 millimeters Creedmoor gun would give it the option of engaging threats at more extended ranges. Oh, as of well. course it would. Where I want to see it shooting. Thanks there, for watching. There, and there. It was. It, there was a a, um, a video of it like actually shooting like with the gun and stuff. We'll be singing. Oh god. So this is like uh, this is like them. This is them. Um, the history. Yeah, holy this is like holy. they're testing. Look at look, they're just kicking these fucking things around and 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 one day they're going to be ruling us. It's like kick it. Yeah, just kick the fucking thing. <laughs> Can't where these little horses. Oh my god. Uh where where is the thing shooting? There's one where the dog is actually shooting robot dog gun shooting. I'm just such a bad googler, especially when I'm high on mushrooms. Uh let me see. Yeah. Is this what we just watched? Welcome to the future. Well, years now. Watch and mechanical. Just thing show the guns shooting stuff. ground equipped with cameras. Pissing, this is YouTube's failing me. They go and find this guy's grandkids and gonna make them pay for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at cybernetics. Oh God, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan has already played, already, already covered this, of course. Cybernetics by Mac, um, communication automatic control systems. Oh God. Okay, that that seems horrifying as well. That seems like a whole nother subject to go down. Uh, uh hold on. Let's. Uh, okay, fuck this guy. I want to look at this Tesla thing too, but I wanted to show everybody the the Boston Dynamics and see. The difference between what's going and what's what what Elon Musk is is looking for. Look at this fucking thing. Let's not. We'll turn this down a bit. But look at this thing. Now look look at that. It looks like someone's in that fucking thing. That's a person. Just doing the robot. Look at it. Oh it. Oh shit! It dances. Wait, is that? Is that real? That has to be a person. Yeah. I that can't be. It. It, it's moving too much like a person. <laughs> this is like an April Fool's joke. They're just playing they everybody. To. They have to. <laughs> this is not a real robot. Get out of here. Really? Hold on. Hold on. Let's see what this fucker says. Now, unlike Dojo, unlike Dojo, obviously that was not real. Yeah. Okay. Duh. Uh, so Dojo is real. Uh, the Tesla bot will be real. Um, so it's not. It's not. It's not real. Yeah. It's okay. not out yet. Right now with the cars, uh, Tesla is arguably the world's biggest robotics company because our cars are. Yeah, we know your cars are fucking whatever. Uh, that, uh, Let's just see the good. Level, so a physical level, uh, you can run away from it. Um, <laughs> um, Oh, he's making horrible fucking apocalyptic jokes. 
a mechanical level, at a physical level, uh, you can run away from it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and most likely overpower it. <laughs> so uh, hopefully that doesn't ever happen, but um, you never know. Well, coming from the guy who believes that AI is going to be the end of us, like this guy is like running. Yeah, he seems to be like working towards the end of us. <laughs> so, like, this is all going to destroy us, but Lear, let me help along the way. Like, I just don't, you know. Yeah, but if anybody could do it, it's this motherfucker. It's definitely this guy could definitely well, bring do it about it. the end of the world and then save us from it, right? Yeah, well, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, maybe that's the whole thing, Robbie. Maybe <laughs> there's a grand scheme. He wants to take over Twitter, so he has a mouthpiece. Uh, he wants to have Tesla bots because you know goddamn right well that they can just disarm and like when you're driving a Tesla that you're not autonomous like that if you buy that thing it's not necessarily yours just because at any moment it could be taken and hacked or this it could be shut down from the source so it's not it's almost like you're leasing the you're 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 buying the licensing right you're you're sort of leasing the licensing to sort of drive this fucking thing around it and just kind of reminds me of star wars right where he's like consolidating power like he's you know creating the infrastructure he's creating the army he's creating all the resources he's creating the network of communication right. and then like yeah like cyberdyne technologies right <laughs> he's gonna turn on that switch and yes. then Suddenly, like, yeah, he's the world leader. Uh, cybernetics. So is cybernetics like a company or is it like a thought? Cybernetics versus robotics. Uh, we need to define cybernetics as the study of control and communication in the animal and machine. Cybernetics is concerned with the concepts at the core of understanding complex systems such as learning, cognition, adaptation, emergence, communication, and efficiency. So it's an idea. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a field of study. I see. Okay. Thank you, Oshi, for bringing that up. Uh, Oshi's fucking... Uh, Oshi, you're, uh, you're in the Beast, right? You're in Beast chat a lot? Or, or is, that, is, uh, is that where I know you from? I can't remember. Uh, anyways, yeah, that that's interesting shit, man. This shit is so fascinating to me. But I mean, I, I don't know. Like, there was this period of books that I would just, I I, I just kept reading about apocalyptic, and then like the funny thing was is I read all these books about the apocalypse, and then fucking, uh, and then the pandemic came. <laughs> And then, like, right. I was just like, oh, Jesus, and here we are, uh, you know, here I am at Costco fucking fighting for toilet paper, and, like, <laughs> it's like, like, because I remember when the pandemic first came on, and, and, like, everybody was freaking out about toilet paper, and I was just like, uh, we'll be fine, there was, like, a couple, there was a whole pile of, like, Charmin left, right? And, and it was like, oh, we'll be fine. We'll just circle back and get it. Let's get the other stuff first. And when we came back, the whole fucking palette was gone. And all that was left were these, like, was, like, the, the Costco brand shitty fucking sandpaper toilet paper. I was like, oh, fuck. Now we, <laughs> we're going to be wiping our ass in the apocalypse with sandpaper. <laughs> Which, I mean, if it really was the apocalypse at the time, you know, at the time, at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone just thought this is it. You know, we had no idea what was coming. Well, I thought either this was it or it was going to be over in two weeks, right? So right, like exactly. Other. exactly. <laughs> we just need to have enough toilet paper for two weeks, everybody, so get, like, a two-year supply. Right. I, but but that's not... In my head, I'm just like, that... That It wasn't real. Like, like when they were saying two weeks to curve the fucking whatever, 
I, in my head, I was like, that's not, this is not going away in two weeks. This is not happening. Like, they're not going to be able to get a hold of this in two weeks. And they for, really did a sell job, though. People really believed that. People were like, oh, we'll just have to, like, wait two weeks. And then it was going to be, like, a month. And then it was going to be, like, like, oh, by the summer, it'll burn itself out. And then it's, like, you know. What here a we are. horrible messaging our government did. I mean, especially our president at the time was just terrible at fucking all of it. Uh, yeah, like, I actually, it's kind of interesting, like, that how that all went down. It's, like, he... I felt like if he had been pro mask instead of against the mask, I think he would have won the presidency. Probably. I think like that little of a thing and be like, wear freedom masks. It'll save us. Yeah. And then it would have like lowered the number. Every one of his sheep would have followed suit and we probably would have knocked it out faster. And then he would have been the savior and we would have been stuck with him for four more years. So it's just <laughs> like, I, it's, it's interesting that making that one wrong calculated choice, right. I think, could have ultimately cost him the presidency. Right. Uh, he could have been like, fucking listen, fucking everybody gets a fucking Trump USA, Trump 2020 fucking mask in the mail tomorrow. Everybody gets a testing kit. If he would have just leaned into the whole idea of like, let's get past this instead of fighting it. I mean, he puts so much on the vaccine and stuff, which, you know, good good on him because it, it, in all honesty, it was his implementation of the, uh, you know, and his policy that sort of implemented the distribution of the vaccine. And, and, and it was a successful thing, which fucking, you know. Even though he tried to like steal kits from my state and like pass it off. And they're like, no, these are like, we got them from yeah Korea, not you. Like, you don't <laughs> get all of our kits. And so. Well, it I was mean, just, but, but that's the thing, man. That was the one thing that the, that the pandemic, you know, showed us was that all the cracks in our system, how dependent we are on other countries. And we didn't, we couldn't even make fuck. We didn't even have cotton. Right, we didn't have cotton for fucking. We didn't have simple medications. We didn't have masks. We didn't have masks. You know, we didn't have fucking. We're and it's just it was just so apparent. And nothing has changed. You know, nothing has really changed. I mean, it took like distilleries, like Jack Daniels, shut down and, and re and started making fucking hand sanitizer and shit. So like, it was it, nothing really changed though. I mean, I, I know we're starting to make parts. Uh, they're gonna start making what the diodes or the the things that are made in Taiwan. They're gonna start opening up facilities in Texas and stuff. To, so we're not so dependent on outside for for chips and stuff, but. It, we're still uh, it, it, we're still very dependent on outside sources and like we we took none of none of the things that w was very apparent and the things that we should have learned from none of we didn't learn from any of it we're just still plowing forward we're still like we're going to buy all of our cheap goods from another country we're going to fuck it you know like we're still we're still just running headfirst into disaster once again and it's just i you know I don't like saying it like this, but like we are sort of as a society getting what we deserve. You know, we are sort of. Well, there's always this battle of this like world economy. Like, do you, you know, go where the prices are cheaper or do you do it made in America? You know, yeah. like yeah. And what is, you know, uh, you know, is it better for the bottom line? Is it better for these industries? Is it better for the people? I mean, there's all these things you're always having to try to, to battle with and yeah. trying to, you know, work your way through those questions because none of those are really easy answers, right? I mean, obviously I'd prefer, you know, American to have a job and, and do all that, but then how much more am I willing to pay for that good 
to have that happen. Right. And then how much is everybody willing to pay for it across the board? Right. And are they, you know, and, I want my uh, iPhones cheap. God damn it. I want it right. cheap and I want it now. Yeah. It's like, I want an American made iPhone. Would you pay $2,000 for it? You know, versus a thousand dollars. I don't know. Like, and I mean, maybe, yeah, but people, most people wouldn't. I don't think most right. people wouldn't. I mean, like, you could tell them all the things in the world, like Walmart's fucking destroying these little towns and destroying these fucking local economies. It don't fucking matter. It's like they're you're just gonna go where it's cheap. I need fucking. Well, I mean, my Amazon. Amazon is yeah. like the death of all small businesses exactly. and stuff like that. But like. How many of us still buy everything on Amazon because it could be there the next day and you don't have to go out? I got shit coming tomorrow, (laughs) folks. Tomorrow. Okay. American fucking company, Amazon. I'm supporting an American company. Okay. God damn it. America first. (laughs) So, you know, it's. It's not an easy you know, decision. I mean, we're all on a Amazon owned platform right now. You know, exactly. it's just like, yeah. And so it's, it's tough. They're not, they're not easy decisions to be made. And, you know, it's no. hard to make them in a vacuum because it's not like you'd have to get so many people to agree to stop doing something. It's like, you know, once it's going in a direction, it's hard to make it stop. Right. right. So like, it's, it's a, there's a, um, there's a lot to be said for that, right? So. Well, I mean, and it's the same way with like, you know, what we're doing and what we're putting into our oceans and what we're fucking, you know, pollution and stuff. It's like, are we really going to take the steps into that's going to be required for us to start? I mean, there's parts of like the you know, icebergs that are melting and going to crack into the ocean yes. and probably raise sea levels and oh. stuff that we don't even really talk about. And a lot of this stuff is not reversible and you know a lot of people live right here you know near i'm on i'm on the east coast you know if everything rose by a foot it would cause a lot of problems and i just think uh you know we only have a a couple of years to figure this stuff out it's not like these are hundreds of years away and you know the next generation can deal with it you know will there be a world for the next generation and it's like we have to start thinking about that i don't think it was thought enough about in the previous generation or not enough you know i'm not about you know government needs to put restrictions on things Mm. but clearly as a society we're not doing enough on our own and we're allowing for this to happen so it's like it's again the situation where it's like do we think the government should put restriction on it do we believe in the government's ability to manage that do we think you know, how do we as a society move forward and protect our oceans or our skies or, you know, there's still waste of satellites in our atmosphere. There's, you know, uh, it, you know, how Space much pollutants we're putting into the world, you know, with, uh, you know, the carbon footprint. And, you know, none of these things. And even if we were to come to a conclusion as the United States, let's say here, you know, that where we're living in, how do you get a China to agree to it? Who's polluting mm-hmm. even more than us. And they don't care as much don't or don't seem to. Fuck. You know? No, they don't yeah. give a fuck so much that they're just like, well, listen, we'll enslave an entire population of people. That's how much we don't give a fuck over in China. <laughs> like they right. give so it's, zero so it's like, fucks. How, how do we, how do we move the needle at a world level, which is what needs to happen in the next 20 years to save this for future generations. And it's like, these are real conversations that people that are scary. People don't want to have them. No, and, they don't. But, but Please go ahead. No, I just don't really think that we're ready to have those conversations yet. And it's going to be interesting to see, you know, are people going to be able to have it before it's too late? 
No, we're not. No, the, the, the people are going to have to see the disaster. They're going to have to see it coming up their fucking street. They're going to have to see water rising on their fucking doorstep before it's like, oh, hey, we need to do something about this and shit. By then it'll be too late. But isn't it already too late? I'm pretty sure it's, it's already prob- too late. Probably is, I've, I've but, talked you know, to uh, I've talked to uh, a, a fucking biologist of some sort. I remember I was on the road a few years ago, and and she was like, she was getting her doctorate in, in in whatever the fuck this is biology. <laughs> I don't know. I'm such a dipshit. But but you know, like on the road playing music, you meet all kinds of different people. And, um, she was, she was, uh, somebody who was about to get her doctorate and she was just like, yeah, it, it's too late already. It's fucking like, no matter what we do already. It's just hard to raise children in that world. Right. Like yeah. you and I have to you know, be fathers and teach our kids, you know, the correct way to live life and kind of go through the motions and assume that there is a world for them mm-hmm. in 30, 40 years, yeah. you know, like, cause it's too scary to think about the opposite and just, you can't just throw up your hands and be like, well, I'm not going to teach the kids how to survive yeah. because we know that it's going to be over, you know, right. like, so we have to continue on and, and go through the motions, but that also what signals does that send to the next generation, you know, like, so I think it's important, you know, it's one of the things where I've always uh, taken video of scuba diving and documented my different travels that I've done because you don't know you know, if these places will exist 10, 15 years from now or what it will look like. And it's cool to go back to some of these same dive spots and see how the environments have changed over time mm-hmm. and see how coral bleaching has had an impact on those reefs. And mm-hmm. um, it's something you know, I've been very fortunate to be able to do. And I realize that many people are a scared of scuba diving or B don't have the resources to do it. And I think it's important uh, that people understand that we only have one planet and it's important that we try, you know, if you just see some trash on the ocean shore, pick it up. Don't let it go back into the water. If you, you know, the little things that we do, if we all agreed to help a little bit and moving, I think that's the only way that this happens. I think it's it's too hard for any one person to change. But if everybody agrees to try to change a little bit, that's when it's possible. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and Morby wants you to know that your last name means tall in German. It does. Ironically, I'm not very tall, but it, it is uh, it is true. Uh, my family is, has Hungarian roots, so it's uh, from a German background. So yeah, it makes go. sense. Grossen. Uh, I don't know. Right. So we need it's a actually gross plan. with a Z, G R O S Z back then. Yeah. Grossen. Gross. Gross. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, so we need a second plan that. Well, that's what Elon Musk is going to do with his Tesla bots. He's going to go to Mars. He's going to colonize it. And then all the billionaires will go there and they'll have their getaway. Oh, look at that. This is how we might have to start mining asteroids and other stuff off of other planets with how fast we're going through our resources. I mean, that's legitimately might be the only way to save this planet is to get resources from other places. They got a special letter just for your name. There you go. You're special <laughs> in Germany. I want nice. you to know. I want you to know. Uh, oh, we got a question. If you could live 400 years, what would you would you do it? So I, I assume that you're in good health for 400 years. Like you're not like sick and in pain for 400 years. Because I mean, I wouldn't want to. I, I have metal rods in my back. I'm in pain. I can only imagine oh, it's probably going to deteriorate as I get older, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So if I was in pain for metal rods for two to 300 years, that would sound <laughs> He's like, <horrible>. fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. But if assuming that I'm in good health and, and that's the, um, yeah, and everything's going great and my faculties mentally mm-hmm. are there and I can physically do stuff and, you know, be able to pick up my, you know, great, 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 great grandchildren and, you know, things like that. Like uh, I'm in, but like assuming at the current rate of decay of our bodies, um, I don't know if I'd want to be a vegetable or be in pain <laughs> or or not being able to like, you know, enjoy a life, you know, three to 400 years down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would probably do it. But I mean, again, it goes back to like outliving the ones you loved, right? Like Carly, hello, welcome in. And And I saw that you followed earlier. Thank you so much for following. It was very... Very generous of you. I appreciate you very much. Oh, look, Primordial Sounds has a emote that uh, is that your emote, Robbie? Well, it's it's the uh, the emote for the event oh. that they were doing the raid train. So actually, oh, okay. uh, Primordial Sounds was the the last person of the raid train, and uh, Carly Sings was the first person of the raid train. So we got both the, the beginning and the end of. Uh, so over the last two days, they've been raising money uh, throughout Twitch. Uh, you know, a bunch of music streamers. They went on Friday from about four in the afternoon, I want to say, and all the way until four in the morning, and they picked it up at eight o'clock in the morning, and they went. Last Last night uh, until I, I want to say it was just after 10 when um, uh, when Andy Primordial Sounds uh, finished up. And uh, so it was really cool um, to be able to uh, be a part of that, to try to bring awareness to it. And uh, we're definitely linking uh, the, the charity um, in our in the chat here down below. I know that I saw it come by um, a minute ago. I'll, I'll do it again. Um, and uh, so. Ocean's Harmony is just trying to work on that sort of symbiosis between humans and the ocean, you know, and trying not to, uh, you know, oceans are a big part of this planet. And we have to take care of both the fisheries in it, the plankton, the overfishing of sharks, uh, the amount of plastic that's in in there. Uh, And so they believe in a lot of those kind of things. It's based in Australia, Mm. but it's got a global outreach. And um, it was cool to watch all these musicians from all over Twitch be a part of it. And then I actually did a, a sports podcast last night uh, giving more information about this and uh, you can find it on my YouTube channel or on my Twitch VODs. Um, and, um, you know, we talked about it all night and then we raided into Andy Primordial Sounds and uh, um, at the end uh, to be a part of the ending there. And we were able to raise over $2,000, uh, but we're leaving it open. And so uh, over the next you know month, even people can still continue to donate. Uh, and uh, if people do donate, from this podcast, maybe in, in the notes, put like we speak English good podcast in the notes and people know that uh, they came from here. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, give, give whatever you can. You know, it's not um, uh, I will uh, I'll post the if you actually go to my website, sportsothp.com, uh, I have all the links for all the donation stuff, but I will uh, paste it in uh, chat right now. Uh, this is the donation link right there. And uh, you can give whatever you can and just put in the comments. We speak English good. And, uh, you know, five, 10, 20 bucks, anything you can do is helpful. And uh, so, you know, people can just click on there and donate right to uh, that cause. Um, I made a, a bitly to make it a little easier uh, for people to find. And uh, so it's uh, it was really cool to be able to talk about it. You know, emotions have been a big part of my life. Um 
I started off thinking I was going to be a, a marine biologist, and uh, I thought the <laughs> what happened? Biology. What happened I, to you, Robbie? Yeah, <laughs> and I went to scuba camp as a kid, and oh. I literally learned to dive and learned to like. It was in the Florida Keys, same camp my dad went to thirty years before me, and I uh, was one of the first campers at. And they're all about research, and I was doing transect lines and t- studying coral bleaching and my advanced diver certifications through them. Uh, we did even do shark. Uh, uh, biology where we would actually uh, take sharks, we'd uh, fish for them, we'd bring them onto the boat, wrestle them down, put tags in them, release them back into the ocean and be able to track shark populations. Um, uh, now they have much more, comp- you have to actually scan them back in the day. Now they actually have real tracking, real time tracking on them. But um, this was you know 30 years, not 30 years, but 20 something years ago. This is what you were doing and- in shark camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was scuba camp, but I oh, 16, sorry, shark camp. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. But, I'm but I'm I, donating I, right now while you talk, so I'm sorry. I, I appreciate. I'm it. donating. I'm, I'm donating some uh some uh some to the cause here because I fucking love the ocean. I lived three blocks from the Pacific Ocean for many years in San Diego, California, uh, and and uh, you know I always appreciated clean ocean. My son. You know, a, a wonderful thing for my son to be a part of for his first part of his life. So my, my son's at on the beach right now, oh, actually in in so Corpus cute. Christi. And, oh, um, yeah. And so, like, it's so important. I mean, my in-laws live at the beach. You know, they go every weekend. That's and, wonderful. You know, just uh, you know, it's a big part. Uh, you know, the Gulf Coast, you know, <sighs> the East Coast, the West Coast. You know, the oceans. You're all interconnected, you know, this, you know, the plastic issue and a lot of these issues with marine life, you know, it's not just a local issue. And even people who live landlocked in the middle of this country or another country, you know, how we treat our water systems, you know, underground water, uh, you know, uh, you know, recycling and not polluting yourselves, you know, being able to, when you are able to travel, you know, help, you know, pick up trash or whatever you can do. It's all interconnected. It's not just the people who live at the beaches problem. You know, yeah. it, it's all of our problem and it's Absolutely. something that we can, you know, come together and, and really solve. And uh, I'm excited this summer to shoot more underwater. I mean, that's a real dream of mine. I, I hope actually to work with this uh, company in the future, Oceans Harmony. They're out of Australia. And a dream of mine is to actually videotape, um, you know, all the Australian oceans, you know, the area around Australia. Yeah. And um, so maybe someday I'll, I'll get hired by them to shoot some of that and, you know, give examples of what it looks like underwater there. And uh, it, it's been really cool. Maybe in a, in a few minutes we can show... A couple of my underwater videos. Uh, In that a I few have. minutes, let's over. fucking go right now, baby. Let's go. Uh, let's go. All right, I'll put my YouTube link uh, in the in the chat. But um, and here's the donation link again, guys. Just so you know what's going on. And uh, yeah. So if you click on that link, um, the uh, on my YouTube channel, there's a scuba um, playlist. Uh, if you scroll down just a little bit and. Um, so it's just under if you it's scroll down on that front page. Cayman Islands. There should be just like one that's just scuba. Actually, just go back to the front one. It's actually scuba video. Oh, right there. Scuba video. It's just right there. You just passed it. It was up. This is it, right? The stories. Yeah. Like yep. Oh so shit. This one's, is that this is from Hattie? Oh, that's Hattie's music. Yeah. Okay. So I've I've gotten his permission uh, to to use it on. Yeah. On now here. I have his permission. <laughs> <laughs> he's been so, on the show uh, he, he gave me permission true, true. he's been on the show it's fine okay <laughs> it's, it's fine, fine. 
And I did like a, a alternate remix of it. I made it sound like you're underwater while you're listening to it. So I did some you know, uh, post-production oh, okay. work. Oh, oh hold yeah. on, hold on. So, it's got this sort of wonky... I didn't know that you were in the production and stuff like that. That's dope. Yeah, I, I studied video editing and animation in college, but it was part of that. I learned some sound design and, um, uh, you know, for uh, music editing, because that's what I really love to do is find the intersection between video uh, and uh, music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, in fact, have a video that's going to oh. be premiering tonight at eight o'clock. What the fuck uh, is have that some thing? Carly C- yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is kind of like. I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. What were you about to say, though? I was just going to say I love the intersection of music and um, and film. And so uh, at eight o'clock, I'm actually premiering a video of my Easter trip uh, done to Carly Sings uh, song. So um, on my YouTube channel. But this one is kind of a highlight video because for two years I couldn't dive uh, because of the pandemic. And I had all this great footage from all these other videos that you see. So this is kind of perfect to get a sense of it. Some of these things are actually from the ocean floor that come up at nighttime to feed. Whoa. And um, some of them are very tiny. Um, and so this is, these are manta rays. So this is all was done in Hawaii, both that both night dives I did in Hawaii. And uh, it's uh, really kind of cool. This one I've done in the, in the Cayman Islands, it's um, uh, turtle swimming and, and uh, some amazing, you know, through amazing school of fish. But these manta rays, I can, you can see right here, manta rays are an important part to me. I made this, this is actually some of my own merch for my podcast. There's a guy named Mantha. So I made a Mantha Ray <laughs> shirt. Cause, and um, uh, so it's sort of the intersection, my love of the sea and my love of Washington Capitals hockey. Uh, <laughs> but these, these creatures are incredible. They're like see-through. They could be like millions of years old. Like I, I, this is like the most terrifying dive of my life because it's a mile deep. You can't see the bottom. You're tethered to your boat and it, the water's just pitch black. All you can Whoa. see is where your flashlight is pointing. Um, and this, the other ones where you're seeing the manta ray footage, that one, it's really lit up. It's like the opposite. They do what's called the campfire. They put flashlights on the bottom of the ocean that will attract photoplankton. Whoa. And then the, the uh, manta rays actually eat the photoplankton. Uh, and uh, so that's, they actually know that that these divers will be there and they use that as a food source. This is one of my all-time favorite shots. I just love the sun shooting down with the uh, turtle. Yeah, so there's just so much incredible stuff to to see. and uh, the reason you see it coming in and out is it's time to the music. Yeah. People who are, um, but uh, these in, these are incredible, you know, 15 foot wingspan creatures. I mean, it really looks like you're in a different world now. Well, it is, yeah. right? I mean, like we, we talk about space exploration, but we still don't know what's going on underneath the fucking ocean. We're just sort of, you know, we, we, we're still... <laughs> <laughs> a little, little Robbie shot. Uh, yeah. We're still we're still fi- trying to figure out what's going on underneath us, and and um, oh man, like you know, I, I had somebody on the show the other day. Yeah, humans are polluting the ocean, and which is garbage. And some I had someone on the other day where they're like, you know, during the when everyone was talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock on the Oscars. Uh, a fucking uh, a, a huge Arctic shell fell into the ocean that same time. <laughs> Morby even made a joke. It was like, "Oh, he slapped him that hard." Uh, but yes, it, it it it's wild how much we don't pay attention to what's going on, even you know, 
in our oceans. You know, we're so concerned about who, you know, I'm, you know, I, and I'm, I'm another one, you know, I'm over here giving a shit about what the baby, who the baby slapped. Meanwhile, the, the earth is scorching around us. <laughs> But it's like it's easier Duke, to talk about I love you, topics. baby. Uh, you have a good rest of your day. Have a good night wherever you are. I hope you're doing well. And thank uh, you yeah. so much, Luke. Kisses. Duke, I appreciate you Luke coming the by. Duke. Um, Josh Morby asked an interesting question: Is it dangerous? And that's a great question. Yeah. Uh, that uh, so scuba diving isn't for everybody, right? I'll, I'll be honest. Like the um, yeah, this is a great one. This is the one I, I slowed down Moana music because it was Hawaii and it, you can kind of get that uh, super cool vibe. This is, you start off with the daytime dive and then you watch the sunset and then you go and then you see the manta rays and some of the same footage that you just saw in that last one. But uh, this is like that dive mm -hmm. instead of like, you know, a compilation one, but it's so beautiful. And it is, I wouldn't do night dives as the first thing. Although Liz, my wife did this night dive dive after only doing 20 dives which is less than i would recommend but you know it, it's pretty safe a lot of flashlights uh she did get her advanced certification very quickly into meeting me because she wanted to do some of these advanced dives with me um I, the basic certification gets you down to 60 to 80 feet the advanced certification lets you do night dives and gets you a little deeper and things like that i've gone down 120 feet seen sharks at 120 feet um uh uh, hammerhead sharks, families of them and stuff, uh, which is really cool. Uh, the deeper you go, the less time you can spend underwater. So just a quick science lesson, every 33 feet, the pressure in your tank is halved. So you have half as much air in your tank at 33 feet as you would on the surface. And then it continues to go down one atmosphere of pressure for every 33 feet. So that means you could maybe spend an hour at the surface or in the first 33 feet, but only 15 to 20 minutes you know, down at 100 feet or maybe wow. even less, depending on how fast you go through that air. So you've got to be able to calm your breath and breathe slowly, especially if you, the pressure is that much deeper. And sometimes pressure can get to people. Other things you have to worry about is nitrogen narcosis, which is the buildup of nitrogen in your bloodstream. So the deeper you go, uh, the more nitrogen that is in, going into your bloodstream. And as you rise to the surface, the nitrogen can leave your bloodstream. But the longer you're down there, the more nitrogen that gets saturated into your body. Because what you're breathing is air and air being compressed. So part of air is nitrogen. It's not just oxygen right. in our air there's nitrogen there's you know all sorts of different gases in in that and so we do what's called a standard mix in a normal dive and underwater you um it's it's basically what you're breathing up here compressed down into a tank uh now you can uh breathe other types of air underwater uh so there's things called nitrox that has less percentage of nitrogen in it uh, more oxygen, and there's different types of nitrox that has different levels of different amounts of gases. And I'm nitrox certified. And nitrox is really cool because you don't have the nitrogen. And so you have the adrenaline that you get from the diving, but not the nitrox that makes you very tired after a dive, mm -hmm. uh, the nitrogen that makes you tired. So, so nitrogen is like laughing gas. I don't know if people have ever been mm -hmm. like uh, having laughing gas. What? Like nitrous? Nitrous, exactly. Uh, so it's what puts you under or makes you. I've feel only had okay. nitrous at a fish concert, so you know. Okay, <laughs> but it's similar, and, and a lot of people do it sometimes when they've got to have like dental surgery, right, like right. you know, and um, so it makes you loopy. So that's mm -hmm. why you can't really dive when you're drunk or high because you're already gonna have yeah. that loopy sensation. And you definitely want to have your faculties about yourself because <laughs> you don't want to have. Um, uh, nitrogen narcosis, which is uh, when you basically are tripping down at 
you know, depth and you just are like in a dream state and you're like, I don't need this anymore. I don't need these. Like, you know, and like <laughs> take off your mask and take out your regulator. And oh, you know, that could be dangerous. You that's know? like a thing that pe- that happens, right? People yeah, get down there people and they- go and get loopy. Right. Wow. So like, that's why you have to, I have a dive computer that's constantly monitoring how long I've been at depth. Cause you used to have to have tables and you have to use math to try to figure out how long you can stay down. <laughs> but with a dive computer, it's actually telling you, you've been at this depth for this amount of time, this, amount this is how high you have to go back up so that way you could be okay also you have to like let nitrogen leave your system if you've been underwater too long at 15 feet for is that a the bends minutes. is that so the bends is actually when you have um when you're going up to the surface too quickly so you have to go up at the speed of rate of your bubbles because if you go up too quickly and you don't let the air exp- get out of your system you can actually get you know bubbles you know in your in your system you can um so that's the big thing is don't don't go up too quickly. Mm-hmm. Don't spend too far, too long down there and monitor your air. If you can yeah. keep those things under control, it's pretty safe. Yeah. And they teach you how to do all of that stuff uh, through the different you know, courses that you take. But uh, I, I can't say that it's 100 percent safe, that there's nothing that could go wrong. Right. Because you're <laughs> dealing with you know foreign animals. There are things that out there. Uh, that can sting you, that can bite you. There's fire coral. There's stuff you have to be aware of. Just like, you know, uh, if you were to go into a jungle or something, right? Right, You know, it's like, it's not a habitat in which we are normally involved in. But once you've dove dove hundreds of times in my life, so Mm -hmm. like once you've gotten comfortable enough in the water and um, to, to doing this sort of stuff, I think it is pretty safe. The other issue that people have is sometimes there's claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people wearing a mask and at depth, they feel very claustrophobic. So if you are a claustrophobic person, uh, that could be trouble. The other issue is a pressure in your system. So some people, you know, get headaches at pressure or can't clear their sinuses if they have a cold, for example. Uh, so those are some of the things that people struggle with, with diving. And so I realized that, and that's why I shoot a lot of this stuff. And um, uh, so people can get a sense of these places, you know, even if they aren't able to travel to Hawaii, for example. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so. it, you know, in, in, in anybody listening on the, on the audio side of this, I highly suggest you go and watch the video, uh, the, the video uh, video podcast of this, because we're right now we're watching all the amazing fucking things that Robbie is filming. Uh, I have a couple questions. You you said you had a uh, yeah, and primordial sounds. How fucking terrifying! He wrote in there that uh, he saw somebody explode due to rapid decompression, or something like that. Now, is that yeah. something? That, is that? Is, I I don't know if it's common, but like, is that? You so know, I have a story about this. Actually, let's I, go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, Explosion so, stories. <laughs> let's go. I, not, it's not an explosion story, but a story of somebody going to the surface too quickly and getting sick and almost dying. Yeah. And right next to me, too. And it was early, early, early. I would say it's within my first 10 dives I ever did. And uh, I was uh, in uh, the British Virgin Islands with my parents for Christmas. And uh, we were uh, down at sea. And this guy just looks spooked. He's right next mm-hmm. to me and just fucking terrified. I don't even know what he's terrified of. And he just decided... I'm going to the surface. This is, you know, I, I've had enough. Yeah. Older guy, heavy said, don't know if he's having a heart issues. Don't know what was the deal. But anyway, uh, he shoots to the surface. I try to grab his leg to be like, don't <laughs> do that. So I've just taken the classes yeah. and I'm like, I know this is not the right move. Like if you got to go to the surface, 
go slowly because the air is going to expand naturally mm-hmm. as you go up. So you actually, that one breath that you have will last you for the entire time that it takes to go up. And you have to constantly be letting air out. You just let like hum, just let bubbles out and it'll fill, it'll expand because the pressure will expand as you go up. So you don't actually need to go that fast. It's not like you're going to run out of air. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the big danger is going up to service. But as I held him down, he was like shaking me off and oh. he was starting to take me with him. Oh. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, like, later, bro. Like, <laughs> like, this is a bad decision for you. Yeah. But I'm not going to make it a bad decision for me. Like, right. and we did, uh, we all surfaced, you know, after that he was blue on <gasps> the, um, uh, when we got to the surface, we rushed him to the hospital. I believe he survives. Um, and then immediately the dive master who was the owner of the dive operation, who happened to be with us on the boat that day, he was the captain. Um, and, uh, usually he's not, he's usually in the back office, but he was like, look, we got to go back out. We got to go dive again. All of us right now for the kids, oh my because he said, God. if that's the last thing you ever see as a diver, you're never going to want to go underwater again. Like you got to get back on that horse. Mm-hmm. And so we went and we had a normal dive, not like a long dive, but like a 30 minute one just to get back under and to know nothing that we did. There was no issues. Like that was a freak accident. Like, um, and, uh, yeah, but crazy fucking traumatic thing to see. Like, holy shit. This, yeah. What? Well, I mean that, that is just, uh, and, and then, you know, like being in that moment, were you uh and i was only 14 at the time right? oh, so geez. we're talking about this is like 23 years ago you know oh so like God. yeah then uh so i mean in that moment were you i mean you obviously stayed calm but like what was your did you have a uh were, were, were you like feeling panic were you feeling like i was more just confused i was like what mm-hmm. the fuck just happened like why is this guy shooting the surface after they tell you and yeah. everything that i've read and studied that that's what exactly what you don't do like uh and um yeah i mean i it's hard to remember 23 years ago right. th- distinctly. I just remember the certain moments, like the flashes of the imagery, the blue face, the shooting up, the getting back in the water and stuff like that. But like, uh, you know, I'm sure it, it shook us up. Right. I mean, yeah. cause like it, that's some crazy shit, but like, right. again, I've dove hundreds of times since then. I've never seen anything like that. So, I mean, that's a, and that guy who's owned this dive operation for at that time, 20 years, probably did almost 30, 40 years before he passed, you know, you know, he had never seen that before. Right. Wow. And so like, it's not, it's not like thing. it's something that's common by any means. Did know? you ever find out why he was like tripping or you're like, no, nope. no, I, I think we just found out that he was okay. I don't think yeah. we ever got like confirmation of that. It's like, why'd you do that? Other, yeah. I've only had one other scary underwater experience. That was when I was snorkeling uh, at Marine biology camp that I was talking about mm-hmm. this one kid saw a bull shark in the Florida keys oh, and bull Jesus. sharks. I don't know if people know are like one of the most dangerous sharks. Like I love sharks. Sharks are one of my favorite animals. Sharks and rays are my two favorite animals, but like, you got to know what shark you're dealing with. There's tons of lemons and nurses in that water. They're fine. They're not anything you got to worry about unless you're like bleeding and like floundering around and look, look like a prey or something. Yeah. Right. Um, sharks. I don't know if people know this have uh, the ability. They have extra senses that we don't have as humans. They have the actual ability, a sixth sense, not the sense of ghosts, but the ability <laughs> to uh, detect magnetic pulses in the water. And they can actually read your heart rate. 
and feel it in vibrations oh. in the water. And so that's how they, they go after the thing that's in distress or panicked and things like that. You know, the seal that's, you know, floundering around or mm. whatever. And so that's the key of being in the ocean is just calm yourself. Now I know it's easy to say I've right. been in the water a lot, uh, but like the really, the number one thing is don't freak out. Don't flounder around. Don't mm. shine lights in its eyes. Don't like, you know, the, the heart rate thing is going to throw it off or like cut yourself. Or if you can keep pretty calm, you're pretty safe. But you still like certain sharks just will take a nip at you just to see what you are. And there's only a couple of sharks that do that. Tiger sharks uh, do that. Great whites do that. Uh, and bull sharks. Right. <laughs> so those are the three most dangerous sharks because they'll they'll nip first and then, you know, get questions later. Right. You know, <laughs> and so um, uh, bull sharks are one of those. And I saw it. I, I immediately recognized it because I love sharks. I had been studying sharks and I was like get the fuck away from that. <laughs> and he's like trying to bat at it with his foot. And I'm like, with his fins. And I'm like, Oh God, you're going to have your foot taken off. Like, don't do that. Like just like calmly move backwards, like looking at it, but calmly like try to move away from it. Like don't like kick at it. Like, wow. and I actually ended up grabbing him and swimming him away from the shark and probably saved his life. Like looking back on it, because that's like, fucking stupid thing to do right yeah you don't you don't kick at the sharks if we're gonna learn anything today from this podcast everyone don't, don't kick, kick the sharks. sharks don't kick them it's just leave them alone just lay them yeah. alone they don't need to be kicked they're just fine on their own right then uh that that's wild though that's wild uh, look at those dolphins man that's so dope uh you know, like the, the idea of sharks. Is Dolphins she- love to ride on boats, by the way. They, what they're doing right there is it's actually taking the energy that the boat is doing and oh. it's riding the wave like a surfboard. And oh. it's getting a free trip because it knows that you oh, know, more yeah, freeloading free dolphins. That's what this world needs. Freeloading <laughs> right. ass dolphins. Uh, Amber, what's up? Better late than never. Huh? Good to see you, Amber. Thank you for coming in. Good to see you. Duly noted, Carly. Yes, Carly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, she's, Carly's taking notes. Carly's taking notes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gently redirecting shark. Fine, you know. Uh, and it depends also on the shark, right? I wouldn't bop a nose on a bull shark, but maybe on a nurse shark or a lemon, you could, you know, probably pet it. I, I really wouldn't put any limbs near a shark regardless though it's just like leave the animals of what, the sea so alone. if you are in a situation where you are sort of being you know circled or or so what is the best way besides staying calm what is the yeah, best I would way say staying calm and trying to make yourself look large right and mm-hmm. calm and make a lot i mean you're in a scuba assuming you're underwater um it makes a lot of noise when you're breathing just breathe slowly and loudly and just it's not gonna it thinks you're a, as big of a threat to it as the other way around mm-hmm. so don't like don't provoke it but don't like engage with it it's probably the safest situation so what if it's you know? like nipping what, what do you if mean? it's nipping i i i don't know i you I've stab never been... it with your 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 <laughs> knife or you punch it like what do you do, yeah, do you punch I mean, it in the face a shark punching a shark in the nose will stun it but i it's, it's a risk that you're gonna take right <laughs> so like um i I hope I've never been in that situation, fortunately. And I've swim with a lot of sharks, a lot of different types of sharks, mm. and they've never just took nips for fun. You know, usually, as you can see, actually, in one of these shots, a shark, a baby shark was coming and looked at me for a second, and then it got scared of me and ran away. Like, mm. that's the most often thing is I have to be super slow to even and quiet with my 
swimming, we call it quiet diving, not moving your hands a lot, mm-hmm. just relying on your feet, keeping your breathing, because it's all about buoyancy, right? So yeah. as you breathe in, you'll rise up. But as you breathe out, you'll you'll sink if you have what's called perfect neutral buoyance. So you put weights on and a BCD. So the BCD inflates with air and the weights and you try to counterbalance it. So that way it's neutral buoyancy. And what's great about that is it's, you feel like you're flying. It's the closest you'll ever get to feel like you're flying because you can do backflips. You can do all these crazy stuff. And it's like you're in space. It's really cool. It's um, and so I think honestly, I have to be so quiet to even get a shark to um, to do it. Yeah. At the very beginning of that video was a, a baby shark. If you want to rewind yeah, it rewind. Uh, to the front. Oh, we. I think it's to the next one. But yeah, you'll see at the beginning of this one. Uh, it was kind of a cute. I, I did a funny Jaws theme uh, of a baby shark. Um so you can see it come at me and then it's like, oh God, you're a big thing. I don't want anything to deal with you. So you can see it start to come out here. So that's like a baby black tip shark. I've <sighs> you know, studied, you know, um, nurse sharks underwater and stuff like that. But again, it, so it, it went away for a second and then I was following it and then it takes a, one look at me and then it, it will come back around. You'll see it in a second because it saw the other diver on the other side say, uh-huh. come right at you. And it looks big, but it's really tiny. And then he'll Dude, I'm out of here. <laughs> right? See, it's scared of us, right? Yeah. More than, you know, than we are of them. Yeah. So it's like, and then here comes those freeloading ass dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that cool? The spinner dolphins jump high. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> those welfare dolphins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's really cool to see all these different ecosystems and you know that are that exist underwater and you know uh, it's uh, this one's cool. It's turtles and tunnels. It, you can really see there's awesome cave systems under it. That you mm. can swim through and uh, it's just really um, there's some really awesome animals underwater. I love turtles. They're they're really interesting um, and uh, yeah, it's cool. Morby likes turtles too. Yeah, these so these to- who's David. Oh, um, that's my dad. So oh, there he is. is a, Deep state himself. <laughs> right. He does a, um, he's a great underwater photographer. And actually, I he, the GoPro that I'm using was once his, but he's kind of let me do that. He loves taking pictures underwater. Uh, he used to do it with like film and stuff. And so what I did was I kind of did a behind the scenes shooting of what he's shooting and showed some of his really cool pictures that he took as well and like spliced them together. And so these are sort of some of the caves and stuff that you can see. And so as you go deeper into the sea, you actually lose different colors. So that's why everything looks really blue down mm-hmm. there. So it's, uh, people remember their light spectrum. It's Roy G. Biv. So mm-hmm. as you go down, you lose every color. So at the surface, you see the reds. But as you get down, you don't see them. But if you add artificial light back in, so with a flashlight, for example, so we're at 100 feet underwater, just to give you a sense of where we are at mm-hmm. that, there's a pretty deep cave. Uh, you Where the flashlight is pointing, you'll see it's red. I actually have a red filter also on the lens to add back in a little bit more red because it's usually even bluer than what you're seeing right now. But this is a more true color to what you see. Oh, SCUBA is an acronym. I didn't know mm-hmm. that either. Yeah, self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Oh, yeah, Amber put it in there, yeah. Thank you, Amber. Appreciate that. Uh, that that's so wild, man. That I mean, I, I'll tell you this, man. I am scared to death. I am scared to death of that goddamn ocean. I do not like it. I had a friend once who got stung by a, a stingray in the ocean. He came out and he, I'm hit, I'm hit, I'm hit. Somebody pee on my toe. And I was like, I ain't going to pee on your toe, but I tell you what. That that some bitch left a mark. I'll tell you that. I don't like it. I don't like. It. So I used to live in San Diego, California, and in uh, Ocean Beach, 
uh, where I lived, there was every year the stingrays would come and I think it was mating. Is that right, Raina? They would mate or, or something. They like came and dug themselves under there and were banging or something. I don't know. Uh, but it, it's, uh, but they tell you because during mating season or whatever they're doing there, you have to drag your feet through the sand if you're going to go in the ocean. And so my buddy didn't know that he stepped on one and it fucking <laughs> stung him right in his goddamn toe. And it was hilarious. And we made fun of him for days and it was, it was just, it was great fodder. It's great fodder. We, uh, you know, young, young boys and their, and, and, and their beer and, <laughs> Oh wow! So what kind of a what kind of camera is that? Oh, I oh, see your I, um, lens too. That's dope. Yeah, so um, it's kind of cool. You can see both um, my GoPro and what he was shooting with, and uh, so this is cool. That's Liz and her dad. We got Liz into diving. We uh, certified Tommy. So some of the videos I have are of their certifications. It's mm -hmm. kind of fun to go back and you know watch how they were doing. And I was actually going through and practicing the advanced certifications again, even mm -hmm. though I been an advanced diver for 20 years at that point but just to like go through the motions and you know document some of that and so you can see here my dad taking a picture um and then that's what it looks like you know his pictures and so wow those he, are beautiful yeah they're really cool and um you can take some amazing shots with that and uh yeah it's uh i don't remember which underwater uh camera he has he has a digital one i know he used to have a nikonis which was like a film camera underwater which um but either way, you really can't see the screen underwater. You're just taking a lot of pictures and hoping for the best, right? And um, uh, oh my so god, I, yeah. Right. So this is kind of cool. You can see like the bubbles going to the surface, and um, and uh, it, it's a really incredible experience. Again, I, you feel like you're flying, and the adrenaline kicks in, and especially if you're on nitrox where you don't have that nitrogen build yeah. up. Like you could just keep diving for hours. And <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. You're just high on fucking nitrox. Uh, sea urchin. Okay, so your mom almost died from stepping on a sea urchin. <laughs> yeah, sea urchin. Oh my um, god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. I've seen plenty of those. Uh, it's uh, what are, are they poisonous or what? Yeah, well, they're just. You know, I don't know if they actually have poison in them but what it is is uh oh, actually they do have some poison there's two different types of sea urchins i think one does have poison in the, the thing they're basically like a um stepping on a pin cushion mm. you know it's like a, a porcupine is actually a, a pretty good or a uh, hedgehog is kind of like what it looks like it's just got mm. spikes coming out in all different directions from it and you don't want to step on that it's why it's always good to keep a couple feet off the surface and keep some distance from everything um i know some of that cave diving that we were seeing would make people seem very claustrophobic yeah um, no that yeah carly was saying that and i'm the same way i would be like really freaked out about that shit but but again those are all like advanced dive things you know i wouldn't uh, suggest anyone start with any of that um uh, yeah, you found a few jellyfish. And it's interesting, like things like stingrays, like mm. there's a place called Stingray City. Mm. Um, actually, uh, well, once you're done looking at this, you should uh, check a look. I did a really cool little video on uh, Stingray City that was part of that uh, playlist, I believe. Um, and uh, you can see how friendly uh, stingrays actually are. And Wait, is it the thing that killed fucking the Australian guy? It is. And well, and Raina just actually, said, Raina just said she saw someone, a stingray rip someone's face off because they pulled it out of the ocean fishing off the pier in OB. It's, oh, shit. They're not very friendly, bro. If they're killing fucking the Australian guy, 
What lies are you trying to spread? What misinformation are you trying to spread on my podcast here, buddy? Right. Well, so like the um, stingrays and stingray cities are so used to humans feeding it them. Mm. So like it's different, obviously, than um, let's say like a, a stingray that you might see in the wild. But most of the stingrays in the wild just, you know, run away really quickly and don't even, you know, uh, let's see. Did I put it in this one here? I'm trying to find the one of this thing right here. I'll... You, I just feel like you're misinforming all of us right now. There's no Stingray City. Stingrays are the devil. Don't fucking vote for Stingrays in 2024. All right? Yeah. <laughs> here, Here's um, us as a family holding Stingrays and stuff like that. I just put it in chat, Awkward right? adventure. <laughs> so. Um... Why was it awkward? No, that's no, the song. I was giving credit to the. It was a oh, um, copyright see. free music. Oh, yeah. I see. Oh yeah, we're not listening to that. Uh, well, stingrays are canceled. Music. Exactly. The f- stingrays. You're done. You're done, stingrays. Get out of is... here now. <laughs> so these guys are like partying with them. Like these guys look like fucking. <laughs> they're gonna make out with them like this is wild so so people just come around and fuck look at this guy he looks like he's choking one out oh no that's he, his he, goggles he, <laughs> he was actually our guide he was picking them up and letting us like hold them and and they're like the series are totally fine with it um they're like you feed me I'm, I'm good this was the place that originally made me fall in love with wanting to be a scuba diver when mm-hmm. i was 10 years old i went to stingray city there's another part of it where there's a diving section where you can dive with stingrays and I was snorkeling above it. I was watching my parents like having the time of their life diving with stingrays down below. And I was like, I got to get down there. Mm-hmm. And um, but this is cool because it's a shallow one where boats uh, come up to it and they're they're teaching us about it. So what's cool is the audio and the video. They're actually like talking about the stingrays. Oh, you can and, hear them. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and their mating habits and stuff like that and stuff. So. <laughs> no, we can't. Well, it's just. some. Well, no, no, it's all copyright free music. Oh, right, okay. I grab it. It's, yeah. It's like super like, campy music, but it's cool. Like um, uh, to touch them, it's uh, it, it's an interesting experience for sure. What do and, they feel like? They're kind of feel like rubbery, like mm-hmm. uh, on, on on one side, and uh, it kind of feels um, how do I describe it? It's almost like sandpaper on the other side. Depends on which direction you rub it. So their mouths are at the very bottom, and uh, you can feed one of those videos. I think they are actually putting food into their mouth and uh so uh they're really cool yeah so they're feeding them there oh my god so how much do you gotta pay to like go molest the fucking stingrays well we, we paid for like a private boat ride for the day Ooh. and like we got to go and and, and do that as a family it was cool because um uh that uh, year we uh zach was born earlier th- that year and uh so we went on a trip where it was my parents and my wife's parents and me and my wife and our kid. And so we were all under one house and did it all together. So it was really fun. So I have both my in-laws and my parents are in these shots. That's really rocking. So, yeah. So he's it's talking cool. about it. Yep. So what did he say? I couldn't. I couldn't really hear it. He, he said he has about, no teeth. 
he had no teeth in it. Like they sucked the, the food in and uh, stuff like that. Uh, and later on there, I don't know what point it is. She talks about the, the mating habits, how they they hold stingrays down and impregnate them, which I know that you would, <laughs> which I need the time code for that because I know you'd love that part. Yeah, I mean, let's see them getting <laughs> impregnated. Let's see no, some stingrays. He just talks about. <laughs> oh, oh, I was hoping that we. But, so, but how do they do the, that? So the females are actually the big ones, and the males are the smaller ones. Okay. And they like hold them down, and then they. Um, they insert from above. Yeah, it's interesting. They're little doms, huh? Little doms. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just funny because most people assume the bigger ones are like the males, right? But it's not that way. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, ladies. There you go. <laughs> Come impregnate me, big boy. Um, his poor his poor skin in the sun all day, every day. Who? The 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 guide? Or the stingray. I don't. Who are you feeling bad for? I don't know who you're feeling bad. Who should we be feeling bad for here, Reyna? Not so fun fact. If you take a selfie with a starfish out of the water, it will die. Is that right? So here's an interesting thing. I actually have a selfie with a starfish in one of these videos. You can take them out for just a second, but you have to put them right back in the water. So like, they, they are breathing from the water. So Morby, they can hold their breath. You canceled, Morby. You're spreading misinformation. <laughs> but you, you can't... Um, uh yeah yeah uh amber just asked have you ever been diving in the virgin islands us or otherwise yeah some of the videos uh were uh british uh virgin islands and in fact i was snorkeling in the u.s virgin islands uh while my while liz was on her we were on our baby moon so she couldn't dive but we wanted to be in the water and uh so the the trailer video right now for that youtube channel is actually snorkeling in the u.s virgin islands but yeah both oh, are shit. incredible this, this thing is like trying to get up on your girl yo i know i know you're <laughs> eating her top for sure i love that scene that was, <laughs> he's like I, yo I what's under here baby <laughs> exactly. let's go <laughs> So, yeah, I just really want to cool. see these motherfuckers banging. That's all I'm saying. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. That. That's I'm all sorry. I'm saying is I want to see some stingray prawn. That's all we want. Right. <laughs> we got a would you rather. We got a would you rather. And nice. uh, so I got to go get the box. But uh, nice. um, I went snorkeling at Megan's Bay. The water was so clear compared to other locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, some of the places are definitely much clearer than others. So clarity in the water is sometimes pollutants, but oftentimes it's just how silty the sand is. Hmm. So like the finer the sand, the lower the visibility is, especially when it gets kicked up easily, right? So it just depends on what's kind of under it. So actually some of the clearest water you would see is when you know it's over coral or on, over much harder and less silty sand. Hmm. Um, so. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, I used to go snorkeling in San Diego at this place called La Jolla Cove. And, um, oh, thank you, baby. Uh, we got a Would You Rather box handed nice. to me by my lovely nice, assistant. Nice, nice. Uh, in-person mod. Yeah, there we go. In-person mods. Um, how you living, motherfuckers? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, JK, I love everybody. Uh but but yeah man i used to go snorkeling there and uh garibaldi there was a lot of garibaldi and there was um is it it's tiger sharks are more florida region right thank you for shouting yourself out robbie and yeah uh, well i also wanted people to continuously uh know what we're also talking about the ocean's harmony as well if they want to know more about that and ocean the, uh, harmony and here's the and if you want to donate some money to ocean harmony the the link is right here underneath that um and you can go back and check out these videos on youtube they've uh yep. they're also the links are there for that but uh 
Yeah, it's been really, it's been cool to uh, get to have all these experiences. And I just, you know, I love being able to take my video background. I don't get to make movies very often. And mm-hmm. so I, I find it as an opportunity. I like putting limits on my art. I'm sure as an artist, you understand that. Like, I'm going to put these, I'm going to have to make this video in two days. And it's going to have to do this audio. And it's going to be from this video. And then let's see what happens. Because sometimes if you just leave it up to like, I'll make a video someday about something or a mm. song, you know, and just leave it too open-ended. It's really hard to uh, come back to it. And so Absolutely. I like shooting this stuff on and then editing it in every single day after it oh, and really? then putting it out there the next day and stuff just so that way it's not like real time but mm-hmm. it's almost real time and so that way when i come back from the trip maybe i have a couple more to edit but i don't have that many and then that way i i put a month limit everything has to be released within a month of me shooting it wow. um because i just don't because i don't believe in myself that i'll come back to it <laughs> and I just, uh and uh so i like putting limits on it whether it's editing it to music mm-hmm. or editing you know in a time crunch or a topic and uh so it's really kind of fun to have these snapshots over the last you know my youtube channel i think 12 years old now and uh you know be able to go back to a lot of these earlier stuff hey thank you so much lady uh lady mythicals thank you for that follow i appreciate that very much um um, welcome in welcome into the fresh fam we're doing things here we're we're here with Robbie, who's uh who who wanted to be a, a biologist, but uh, worked for Newt Gingrich instead. <laughs> exactly, that's <laughs> that's the story. No, I um, I when I went to college, I decided I I liked art, and the science just didn't just mm-hmm. wasn't there for me. So and, you went uh, to school for editing, like video editing. And stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I started dope. off as a, as an engineer, and I thought I was gonna be a programmer, and um, wow, so. Uh, as I love programming and I actually started my own web design company when I was in high school and I thought that that was going to be like the direction that I go. So I started originally doing marine science, but then I was like, nah, I think website design is going to be the way. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a coder. And then I got to college and the coding was okay, but I just didn't love all the additional engineering classes Mm. and it just wasn't my vibe. And I took a graphic design class and I was like acing that. And I was like, hmm, I like... I never thought of myself as an artist because like I have dysgraphia, so I can't like draw shit. Like I can't like anything I draw doesn't come out the way my brain thinks it shows. So I was like, I can't be an artist then. And, um, but then I found out you can use a computer to make art. And then like, suddenly I can erase and go back and refine things and, you know, learn and practice. And I do it all with the trackpad, which a lot of people find crazy. Like I don't even use a mouse, but like I do all my art, all my graphic design. Um, but if you learn, by it the way, I do it. Years, that's the way. That's the way I do it too. <laughs> the trackpad. Yeah, yeah. It is annoying, and, uh, by the way. Yeah, but it's once a, it, you learn how to do right. it, it becomes like second nature, right? Yeah, so like right. I've learned how to do all of the art that way, and then so uh, and then I decided to move over to the art school at Penn, and from there I was taking a bunch of different classes. When you're an art major, they let you take whatever. It's such an open-ended thing compared to engineering. It's like, you have to take 26 art classes, but they don't specify it has to be in what. Like there's five main courses you have to take. You have to take drawing. You have to take um, drawing one. You have to take painting one. You have to take color theory. You take a couple of like core courses, but beyond that, it's like whatever medium you want to do. And then you have to do like a thesis at the end. Mm. Um, And 
So I, it was a really cool journey. And I was like, if I can, t- I took drawing two or drawing one. And I said, like, if I can just survive this class, because that's going to be my hardest thing. Again, the handwriting is not there, but you have to pass it to be an art major. If I can pass it, I'll switch and become an art major. And I did. And um, from there, I studied film, animation, and web design. And I like the cross section of interactive art is what I was focusing on. Mm-hmm. And so my thesis was actually on, uh, I wish Flash still worked on. Oh, theater. my God. Because I made a flash game to my senior thesis, but it's dead because yeah. the flash doesn't probably work on your computer as it nope. doesn't work on mine. No. Nope. So, um, but which is kind of sad. I made an interactive DVD originally that was a choose your own adventure story. Oh, wow. But it was animation. So it was stop motion animation oh with video God. overlaid behind it with the programming of the DVD. And like I did sound effects and did all of it. Basically uh, made this inter- kind of like a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I, done, those are but awesome. done on a DVD using DVD menu systems, which is hard to program because they're not made for that. And, um, wow. and uh, so it was cool about that is you could put it in any DVD player and use any remote to play it. But you could also put it on old school like Xboxes and PlayStation 2s back oh, in the day yeah. because they have DVD players, right? Right, right? So it was a cross compatible piece of art. And I actually put it up in a art gallery and people could play through it. And yeah, and it was, it reminded me a lot of Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. Remember Robot Chicken? Oh, where yes. it's like um, action figures beating the shit out of each other, right? <laughs> so that that's exactly what it was. It's like, you choose who lives or dies is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And you choose which character lives. And it's very much like Mortal Kombat. There were Mortal Kombat action figures as well as G.I. Joe ones. And they would just do this like gory, really over the top animated death scenes. <laughs> so and you animated it yourself? Yeah, animated everything, all the stop motion, all the programming, all the backgrounds, everything. So it was effects. stop motion with actual like little like action figures. Yeah. Oh my god. So I sat there doing all the different motions and stuff like that. So it was very is like Tim Burton meets Mortal Kombat meets like Robot um, Chicken. Robot Chicken. And like I was very inspired by back in the day with like the claymations. Do you remember um a celebrity deathmatch? Absolutely. That I was MTV? just thinking yeah. that. I was just thinking that. Yeah, so that was kind of like what I was looking to make uh-huh. something like that. And uh, ultimately I stayed in college an extra year. Um, and I, uh, just to take some additional courses and to finish up, also I started as an engineering. So I needed a couple more courses to finish it off. And I actually made a flash game ultimately of the DVD one. So that way people could play it remotely. Um, and I actually got made a bunch of really cool flash games while I was in college. One was on, we were talking about Ghost in the Shell earlier. I made one for Ghost in the Shell that I ultimately got to show the creators of the anime in Japan, which is a crazy whole other story. But like, was here, um, baby. Let's yeah. go. So, like, I, my grandmother took me to Japan. Uh, when she was 90 years old uh, and my dad was ambassador at the time and he talked to the um, some people over the Japanese embassy and said, look, my son is super into animation. He was studying in college. Like, is there any way that he could get a tour of production IG? And they were like, no, Americans really don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And he said, it would be really cool. And so they let me in with her. And um, they, they told me, there that they had only let one other American into their studio in the last 10 years. And um, I don't know if you know this guy named Quentin Tarantino. He did oh. Kill Bill. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, little, little yeah, known, known guy. Little known filmmaker um, <laughs> out of Louisville, <laughs> Quint- Kentucky. Yeah, they, I, I, I might have heard of something. I might have heard him. 
So he wanted to kill Bill from them and they wouldn't do it for him. They animated scenes. And so he then showed up on their doorstep and said, look, I'm here. Will you please have this conversation with me? And they let him in and they actually stopped working on Ghost in the Shell 2 to fill to animate. um, um, Yeah, the 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 scenes scenes. from Kill Bill that are like super gory that they had to like, you know, and so production IG does that. And they were like, yeah, you guys are like the only Americans we've ever like let in. And I was like, wow. oh, shit. Like, but it was so cool to watch the process. And I actually got to meet the writer of it. At the time, they were airing it dubbed on Cartoon Network. Mm. And I hadn't seen the last episode of the series because it was happening while I was in Japan. And the guy was like, well, do you want me to tell you what happened? And I was like, no, no, no. I want to see it myself, which he thought was really cool. But I had made this Flash game that was designed after... Uh, his stuff. And I got to like, I said, do you have like the internet? Can I show you something real quick? And he's like, sure. And I go on my website. I'd still have webandgames.com to this day. Uh, and it exists. If we could play flash, it's still on the server. Um, and uh, it was really cool to get to show him a piece of art that I created based on his um, anime. And that uh, is so fucking sick, dude. Yeah. So it's like, it was a really cool journey to learn about the interactivity of um and i'm still super into it one of the things i love about twitch is like our ability to have like fresh bars and they activate something that can appear on screen right. or um you know i've worked with um uh you know mike bass uh music you know and help him create animations that pop up when you're like click the garfield button and garfield comes into his scene or whatever you know yeah. like and uh it's cool to work with different creators and on how to make it interactive it's one of the things i love about right. twitch is you know i have pokemon catching on my stream people can catch pokemon they can appear on the screen like you know and uh you know how can we make this interactive and not just be a piece of media that we consume but like actually can influence right absolutely yeah that that was one of the big things for me too and speaking of influencing and uh and interacting uh let's see uh robbie rose would you oh god (laughs) this is horrible (laughs) would you rather (laughs) my first one ever on the show i love it (laughs) would you rather uh, discover that your spouse doesn't really love you or discover a toilet cam in your own bathroom. Oh, definitely the toilet cam. Yeah, right? me too. I, that's I easy. Like, I don't care. People want to see that one. <laughs> Go for it. But like, <laughs> I mean, it would be a little bit weird. I mean, though, one's, like, heart, one's heartbreaking and the other's just, you know, slightly embarrassing maybe. I don't or, know. Or, or the cops are involved, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Or you got, you got to call that deep state dad of yours right. and be like, listen, right. dad, uh, there's some... Uh, there's a camera in my toilet, and I don't know if they're trying to get to me to get to you. I don't know what's going on, but they need to know. That's, that's the way they're going to get to us. That's how they're going to get to us. Toilet cam. Obs. I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, it would suck. It would suck. To, yeah, that was the easy one. That was. We're going to do another one. That one was too easy. Too easy. The, yeah, I know. The other one's too dumb. Exactly, Carly. Exactly. Um Let's see. Would you would you rather own a real lightsaber or own a real infinity stone? That's nice. Oh, well, I, maybe it depends on the stone. Yeah, I'm which to think stone? It through. Right, which stone? Um, 
I would go for the the, t- the time. The time stone yeah. is right. Like that's the one because that's the thing I always wish I had more time. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then I could like create more content and do all the things that I do. And mm-hmm. so, if it's the time stone, I'm picking that. But if it's any other stone, I'm probably picking the lightsaber. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm going with the Infinity Stone myself. What do you guys think? Do you think Infinity Stone? Yeah. Infinity Stone. Yeah. I'm guessing that that one's easy too. Come on. Come on. Would you rather <laughs> give us up, Doctor Strange, because, like, baby? The, the functionality of a lightsaber. It's like, what can you yeah. really do? What am I going to do? Like, go <laughs> like cut down a, a, a tree? Like, I'm not going to go kill people with it. <laughs> like, Ooh, I got this lightsaber and cut your fucking arm off. Like, what What are you going to do with it? Like, you're going to impress the neighborhood kids? I don't know. You know, like, what? what is... I'll probably chop my own arm off. Exactly. Exactly. Shit. End up hurting somebody you love more than you actually fucking have fun. Yeah, with like, people thing. say guns are dangerous in the household. Right. I can only imagine what a lightsaber would do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Lady Mythical. Mythicals, that's a tight name. Uh, the, the, okay, we're doing another one because that one was too easy too. Uh, would you rather have feet that smell like sewage or would you rather your partner's breath smell like Parmesan cheese? I feel like that's easy too. <laughs> it's like, what? I, I like Parmesan cheese. What's wrong with that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is this where would you rather this are really it's supposed to be filthy (laughs) it's supposed to be like you know pressing pushing boundaries here of of what's acceptable who hates parmesan that much that they'd rather have sewage feet exactly this is some (laughs) bullshit man I'm gonna dig deep here let's go down to deep because now we're in it now we're fucking in this I'm not gonna we're gonna find one that's a real competition right because I mean none of this was perverted (laughs) I mean I was thinking like perverted stuff but like this is like some bullshit here okay here we go all right here here, here's something then all right (laughs) this is ridiculous would you rather have your sex tape in imax with surround sound or have your sex tape in ultra high definition 3d that so the question is: Is the audio or the visual better? Is that what we're, we're, uh, we're no, selling this down to? It's it's IMAX with surround sound or ultra high definition 3D. Hmm. Yeah. That wasn't I what I was feel strongly about either of those, but like uh, that 3D seems pretty cool. That's what I meant to do. 3D, 3D. That would yeah. be cool. But now, is this? Don't answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's watching? That's the real question. Okay, but this is on display. Let's just let's let's turn up the stakes. This is this is on display for the public. We can sell tickets exactly primordial. So, answer again and think about it as a public display. Would you public rather have an IMAX dis- or an ultra high definition 3D? Robbie Gross. So it's on. Would so you it's rather? Question of like on on demand, so everyone can get it in 3D all the time, or like a one. You have to. Everyone has to go to see it in IMAX. You have to go see it. I mean, in ultra high definition three uh, 3D too. It's like because you, you have to provide like 3D glasses and shit. So there's like overhead costs and. Why does it know if people are watching this like on the like VR? Like, is it something it that's being be like piped into all the different you know households? Because I feel like. The barrier to like having a lot of people watch it. I feel like not that many go to IMAX, but if it's like piped into VR, then everyone's watching it. Maybe mm. I don't know. 
Yeah, I guess so. I guess. And like, am I am I making revenue off of this, or is it just like <sighs> I'm, I'm so, guessing, somebody else is making all the money off of it? I'm guessing you're going to be making the money. I mean, like, 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 so do you want the do you want more people to see it or not? I guess it's, the question, it's true. Right? What, you know, what it's is like, it? I mean, how much? <laughs> how much? Wait, how much have am you invested? I making enough? Or yeah, like, how much have you put into this project? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> how much did you dump into this project? It's like this is your it's grand like idea. Endeavor. Is yeah, it, it's so, too. Yeah, you know, if I'm trying to make money, I guess the answer is the 3D. If I'm not trying to make money, I'm trying to suppress the views. Then I guess it's the <laughs> IMAX. <laughs> okay, we're 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 going we're going full in with Would You Rather now. This is just too fun. Uh, would you rather be a cheerleader in a Friday the Thirteenth movie, or be so a dead. or be a woman <laughs> in first act of James Bond movie? So. So dead there too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Either one. So would you? Honestly, go ahead. I want to hear your. It's like so. It's whether you want to be killed by a Bond villain or like you know Freddy Krueger or whatever or like uh, you know. no Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Um. I think I'd rather go out Bond way. I feel like they die quicker. Yeah, I feel like I feel it's like, like a yeah Jane Bond. Yeah, totally. I mean, because at least it, at least. If anything, you're having a good row with James, right? I hear he's 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 a he's the best a, in bed, right? Exactly. At least you're going out on a going out with a bang, if you will. Exactly, right? bro. And like, yo, the, when I mean the way women orgasm, I mean, I want to just know that. Like, that's right. see, that's an interesting thing also about um about like the Neuralink and what the possibilities are is that people are actually going to be able to live out their like, you know, what if I want to become a real woman and, and actually feel the senses? Um, like if you read, um, what's the, uh, uh, what's the book? Oh my God. They made a movie ready player two, ready player mm -hmm. two kind of gets into it where, uh, because they have like a similar idea where like, it's like Neuralink, but it's like a, a thing that you put on your head and you can go and experience what it's like to do heroin, you can experience what it's like to be a woman and have so all that's these... what the second book's about? Because I, I saw the first movie and mm -hmm. I like that. Oh, yeah. But, it's, uh... it's Neuralink orgasm, baby. There you go. Yeah. It's spoiler. It's not a spoiler because the I didn't tell him the ending. Unlike some people who <laughs> tell endings, Raina... <laughs> Raina, uh, like you know, it, it's a, it's 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 a, it's a great book, but like to to actually go and um, that would be so awesome because when you see like like when you see ladies like busting nuts, it's like it's like earth shattering for dudes. It's such a like a you know, it's so ugly. But when a girl does it, it's just like they're convulsing and shit. I mean, that has to be amazing. That has to be amazing. I, I mean, okay. There's some other sci-fi movies. I'm trying to remember what they were, where I, I remember them putting on helmets and like experience sex through that. And, um, and I'm trying to remember which one it was, but I remember seeing those, those kids. And so, I mean, that, that idea has been around for a while. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, no. Ready Player One or, I mean, even Neuralink, the idea of Neuralink comes from sci-fi, but that's how it's sort of... That's how these things sort of work. Like, uh, like the submarine was uh, Demolition Man. Thank you. That's the movie. That's, Demolition Man, like, Neuralink. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the beginning of the movie, I think, is talking about that. 
Oh yeah, because they connect with their their they put on their helmets, and she's like, "Let's have sex," and he's like, "All right, baby, it's sliced down." He's like, "All right." Like, I knew I'd seen a movie as a kid that was about that. That was exactly it. And then they put their was... fucking helmets on. He's like, <laughs> Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bear, Sandy B, Sandy B, what's up? Oh, that was really loud. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. That was rude. Uh, Raina, did you ever put together the game? Did you ever put together um, the the um, how much does it cost on Craigslist? Uh, no, the, okay, let's do another Would You Rather, and then if Raina put together a game, we're going to play a game, and we're going to give away prizes. We haven't played this game in a very long time, so, um, and I think I want to give away It's in Canva as a presentation. I've never done Canva as a presentation. I have no idea what that means. Okay, we're going to switch, <laughs> we're going to switch over, uh, let's switch over here for a second. Uh, what now? How much does it cost on Craigslist? Yeah. <laughs> Amber, you remember that game? You've been around for a while, huh? Uh, okay, hold on. Let's do one more Would You Rather, and then we're going to do a game because Robbie has to get off here in a f- in, in about 20 minutes. Bit. And yeah. so he can set up. You're going to stream tonight, correct? That's what you're doing? No, no, no I have to drop off a car so my oh, okay. wife can get home. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Life things. Oh, right? oh that's, I guess that's more important than talking about fucking <laughs> being a woman and Neuralink and having <laughs> earth-shattering orgasms. Uh, hopefully I have enough time to talk about both today, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> like, your, your wife is like, so what was it about? Oh, we were just talking right. about what it'd be like to have earth-shattering uh, orgasms as a woman on Neuralink. Is yeah, like, too bad that she's got the Oculus and I don't have a second one, right? Yeah, so... <laughs> Okay, we're going to do another Would You Rather while I figure out how a presentation works. I don't even know what that means, really, but we're going to figure that out. Uh, Okay, so we're going to do one more Would You Rather. Okay, Would You Rather, Robbie Gross, Would You Rather find out the shape of that new IKEA table is inspired by your body part or find out that your body fluid has become the new flavor of Snapple. Would you rather? <laughs> this one's actually an interesting one. Uh, maybe the best one we've done so far. Um, ooh, that's a tough one. All you have to do. One. Uh, maybe the best one oh, sorry. <laughs> of whom? Of yourself. Uh, of yourself. So, so I think it's the first one. The first one you're gonna you'd rather have your body part be an IKEA, sure furniture. Okay, Raina's trying to tell me what to do. Raina, mute mute the stream, and then you're gonna be on. Then you're gonna. All be... you have to do is go into Canva and open up the most recent thing that I've made, and then you just click present, and it'll be full screen. Oh, I don't know if we can do full screen though with Robbie. Oh, I see. Oh, You'll it oh out. God. I believe in you. Okay. All right. Um, oh, Jesus. Oh, she hung up on me. And she's like, all right, you'll figure it out. That is a random map. <laughs> all right. I don't. Okay. Let's see if we can do this. All right. So, body flavor. You would go with body flavor? Yeah. Let's go with body flavor. I, I think I would go with body flavor too, just because I, I'm, a, I'm just like, I'm a portly gentleman who's very unshapely. I just, I don't care for the shape of my body. I've come to accept who I am. But I don't think it would make great. Well, maybe it would make a great coffee table because I'm sort of like a grimace shape, like I'm pear shaped. So, like, maybe that would be a good coffee table. 
I'm gonna go with one. <laughs> because I can't imagine that my body fluid of any sort tastes yeah very good at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I you think can that that. You can download it as a PDF and it makes it easier. Um, I don't... Uh, maybe. If uh, you put it on the... If, if the Canva is on a browser source, right? So you should be able to do it right next to... Oh, yeah. The and I could share... Oh, this is how I used to do it. Yeah, I shared the screen and I share it. Okay. All right. So we're going to go play this game quickly, guys. And we're going to be giving away stickers and hell with it. I'm going to give away a fucking t-shirt. Ikea. Carly's going to give it. I'm going to give away a WSEG t-shirt on the last one. So we're going to give away stickers and then I'll give away a t-shirt and I'll ship it anywhere in the world. So wherever you're at, we're going to fuck it. We're going. Let's go. So uh, let me... I don't even know if this thing's still set up. I haven't played this game in so long. Okay, guys. We're going to play How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist. Let's go. Play some games. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Hey, there's Robbie. Hold on. <laughs> let me share the screen. Uh, let me see. Share the browser. Share. And then present. Present. Boom. Hey, look at that. All right. Let's kill the music here. And then there, there's Robbie. Let's make Robbie bigger. There's Robbie. Oh, and there's that thing as well. There's a map. Hold on, hold on. Let me kill. <laughs> Where is, what is this thing? What is that? Oh, we don't want that. We got Robbie right here. All right, guys, this is how much does it cost on Craigslist? It's, 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 it's just how it sounds. We're going to look at it at a picture and we're going to, we're going to read the listing and then we're going to guess how much it costs in Craigslist in the chat. And, uh, like how I'm a window within a window within a window. You're damn right. You are. <laughs> you're, you're goddamn right. That's how we're doing things these days. Uh, so, okay. So for the first two things, we're going to give away stickers. So if you, we're going to give, I don't have stickers on me. I don't know where they're at, but there's still, I'll send you a prize pack, a prize pack of stickers. Like Vanna White, I could be like, look yes. this guy. Yes, you can. Yes, <laughs> and you will, because that's, because you're my mod and you're still on duty. So I'm still, I'm still <laughs> you, on the clock. You're still on the clock, Robbie. <laughs> you get paid the big bucks for this. So right. This is why you get paid the big bucks. All right. So here we go. Save your, yes, Inception. Save your, uh, your bids until after I read it. Just wait until I, um. Oh, and I, okay, so the chat's still here. Okay, good. I never set it up on here. Okay, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> Raina. <laughs> so this is a Leroy Neyman uh, estate sale. Divorce forcing downsizing. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Thanks, Raina. Bummer town. Divorce forcing downsizing and selling some of Neyman's best. Listed below from our collection are great Neyman uh, buys framed and ready to hang in perfect condition at less than wholesale or less than any found online on eBay or Craigslist. Only one of each. Never find again. Please email or call for any questions. Make an Easter package offer. Make an Easter package offer. I like the salesmanship here. I really do. And also, way to bum us out, bro. Mighty, mighty. Thank you for gift subbing chaotic decks that... Uh, that gifted sub. I appreciate you. Thank you, Mighty Mighty. All right, and we're going to hook it up. My Okay. Thank you, Mighty Mighty, for that gifted sub. Okay, we're going to run through this because because Robbie's got to go soon. So, okay, guys. How much... 
do you think this item costs on Craigslist? And we'll start with Robbie. Robbie, how much does this item cost on Craigslist? I'm going to go... for Robbie. Okay, guys, drop your bids in here. Okay, it can only be one number, okay? (laughs) Morby, you can't... 450 euros, I don't know, $400, but 2,000 sounds good. So which one, Morby? 499. Uh, 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 Zen says uh, uh, 499, 20 for Robbie. What, What do we got here? What do we got here? Lily. I don't know what that means. Lily, uh, my do- my dog was oh. <laughs> walking back and forth through this. Okay, what Morby says four hundred. Amber says two fifty. Moving Dutchman says ninety nine dollars overbidding. Oh, look at you! Aren't you fucking? Aren't you? Aren't you an art critic all of a sudden? Uh, yeah. Aw, oh, cute dogs. Cute dogs. Uh, go ahead and drop your bids, guys. We're gonna we're gonna give you until the end of. I used to do the other thing, but I can't. Uh, what what is the other thing now? Um. Oh, here we go. Drop those bids. Drop those bids. Drop those bids. Let's go. Let's go. Drop those bids, Lily. Uh. Okay. All right, is that it? Yeah, cute dog. Let's see it. Let's see the dog. Oh, he's ready to go. Since we're running out of time, we're only gonna do two of these. So we're gonna we're, we'll do this one. And this one's for the stickers, and the next one will be for a T-shirt. So, all right, we're gonna <laughs> rain a mistake. My dog is intense. That that's all right. We we appreciate your dog being intense. <laughs> Dogs deserve to be intense. Is your is your dog protective? She's very loyal. Like when you go to the dog park, she'll like stay right by our sides. And That's stuff great. Like that. That's great. Yeah. You think? Do you think? Do you think? She's that... a gigantic puppy. People don't realize she's only a year old. Oh. And she's like a here. I'll, I'll, I'll turn a little bit. So Look at that little puppy. Yeah. So she's a, a part boxer. So she's gonna become. I mean, she already is huge. So oh, is a, very adorable. Very adorable. Is she rambunctious like a boxer? Oh yeah, she's got all the puppy energy right now. I was why she was outside. I was hoping she'd just run in the field. Now she's attacking the cat. What so. a cute cow. <laughs> what a cute <laughs> cow. Okay. So we got we got this going and we're just gonna start reading off these bids the 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 things now. So uh let me see what we got here. Morby says a four hundred. Amber says two fifty uh twenty for Robbie. Oshai, Oshi Rai Zen says uh, Oshi Rai Zen. Oh, I get it. Uh, uh, $4.99. And uh, let's see. Moving Dutchman said $99. Carly says $10. And uh, let's go see. Let's see how much it costs. So the actual price. Oops. Oh, wait. There's a there's a command. I forgot. Oh, my God. This is how long I haven't done this, guys. Uh, what is it? Drums? Is that the command? Damn it. I don't even remember it. This is how long it's been. I was like, Raina, do something. Uh, this is f- okay. Never mind. All right. Actual retail price on Craigslist is 1000 Oh, drum roll. Thank you. Go drum. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot. Actual retail price. 1,900 U.S. doll hairs. Who had what? it? Who had that? Who had that? 
four bucks and ninety nine cents. Thank you. So so you didn't win, Oshi. <laughs> Carly sure as hell didn't win. Uh, no, Moving Dutchman. Uh, I think I think Morby won. I think Morby. Morby put oh, yeah. Morby yeah. put four hundred. So whoever's close. I'm sorry, guys. You can do whoever's closest. That's where we're going. And you can go over in price, like the price is right. But I didn't explain the rules. I'm still tripping. <laughs> I'm still on drugs, everybody. So I'm sorry. Uh, my bad. I'm still impressed at how well you can host a podcast on shrooms. I definitely couldn't myself. So you're doing great. Okay, I'll do the third one next. Okay, so we're gonna do the third one next. So not this one. This one. Oh my god. <laughs> New fiberglass 20-foot shrimp mount. So here is <laughs> you're way off, Carly. But so this one is for the okay. So Morby, you're getting another prize pack. <laughs> Morby just got a prize pack, but you get another one, Morby. Yeah, all the prize packs. Morby got a prize pack. We'll send you something different this time, Morby. Um, okay, so this is for a t-shirt. This is for a t-shirt, a WSEG t-shirt right off the Threadless store. And this will be our, our uh, let's go, so many stickers. <laughs> well, uh, you know what, Morby, I, I have your address already, so I'll, I'll, I'll just send you something special. Don't, don't worry, I got you, G. I got you, G. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna give away a WSEG T-shirt for this one because I'm feeling generous, y'all. I'm feeling generous, and if you win, go ahead and you can whisper me or you can get in the Discord and and shoot me a direct message, and uh, and, and send over your your mailing address if you care to share it with me. I, I'm in Ohio, so I'm not gonna show up at your house or anything. It's like. I'm, Unless I, you live in Ohio and want to. Yeah, yeah. if you live in Ohio, I might show up at your house looking for some food or a giant shrimp mount. Uh, okay, so new fiberglass 20-foot shrimp mount. Pickup only on this item. Contact me for shipping and so is that, that's real size. So yeah, it's, it's like a twenty size? foot. Look, yeah. So here's the dude. You can't I'm sorry guys, it's so small, but here's the guy for reference. Here here he is. And here's the shrimp mount. It's fiberglass. I mean, that's legit. That's a legit work too. That 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 that, that that's not easy to do there. That is not easy to do there. Pick up only on this item. Contact me for shipping and delivery costs. 20 foot shrimp mount. We have two colors to choose from: ocean color <laughs> or cook color. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. They've made they've made more than one of them. There's more than one, folks. <laughs> There's more than one. Limited edition, but not so limited. Yeah. Um, there we go. Lady Mythicals. I'm, I'm going I'm with $300 with just for raw materials oh, alone. I mean, it has to be. New, beautiful, life-size, handmade, customized fiberglass mounts. Each one is made new for you from scratch. Oh, wait. They make them on demand. Yeah, we have 3,000 molds in stock to choose from. So they have other things. Holy other, hell. Other, other giant sea life. Holy shit, everybody. This is amazing. <laughs> this is, this is the, the world we live in. Folks, the world we live in. Okay. I can uh, only imagine if I got one of these and my wife comes home after her long trip and found a 20-foot shrimp in our basement. I'm sure it would go well. 20-foot shrimp. Okay. <laughs> well, what, what's your bid? What's your bid, Robbie? I, I'm going 300 bucks. $300 for Robbie. Moving Dutchman says $3,450 doll hairs and 99 cents. All right, guys, drop your bids. Drop them in the chat. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my God. That was too loud. Sorry, everybody. Um, I'm going to do this. What is it? Hold on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 
Let's go. This is for a t-shirt. This is for the all the bananas. This is for all the bananas. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You guys have more time. I, I know I'm rushing you. <laughs> go ahead and drop your bids, everybody. Drop your bid. Oh, oh, Carly coming in. $2,100. Watch out. Somebody wants that t-shirt let's go let's go i wish reina can't play mighty mighty are you there mighty mighty just gift subbed and just rolled out she's just like i i think i think mighty mighty's traveling i think that's the problem uh okay uh that wait, i'm gonna give you guys a few more seconds here or a few more i'm gonna give you guys about a few more minutes uh i'll give you guys about 20 more minutes to drop a one bit. year is all you get the amount of time you only one get year. you only get a fuck it you only get 10 light years okay you only get 10 light years and then we're oh, gonna while they're doing it we can get there we go there we go and <laughs> moving dutchman uh, says let's move it along folks uh that's hard uh to guess but carnival ride thingies are made of that so that can't be so expensive maybe 400 4, tops don't count me i won already morby come on you want a t-shirt or not come on let's go <laughs> uh but uh, uh morby just it's okay you can win again morby you can win again. So what? What? Where? Are you, where? Where are you gonna go between four hundred and four thousand? You gotta. You gotta pick a number. You gotta pick a number. Between one and one million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Morby. If you don't bid, you you. If you don't bid, then you're banned. <laughs> well, damn that that was the rate. Well, come on, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear a number. We got a number. I'm wait. We're waiting for you. We're not going any further until Morby bids. There we go. Right. There we go. I love it. Four twenty sixty nine. Okay, guys. Uh, moving judgment. You, you jumped the gun a little early, but hey, that's okay. Uh, we're we're gonna do it again. Go. What is it? Go drum. Jeez. Go drum. I don't remember my own command. Thank you, Moving Dutchman. And the actual <laughs> retail price on Craigslist is $22,999. Wow, chat was not close. The that's okay. Is actually the fourth. I think that's where we think one. I think this one is Amber. $22,000. Who is spending... Hold, Hold on, who's spending $22,000 on a stupid ass, I'm sorry, this is this person's business, but I'm sorry, this is not, cherish their art. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Amber Dreamfire for the win! Oh, shit. That was awesome. You win a shrimp. That's right. Uh, Amber, uh... Drop in, uh, you can either uh, whisper me your address or, and uh, tell me your shirt size and, uh, and uh, I, I can send you the link to the, to the thing and uh, you, can, you can pick out a color that you like and uh, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll get you out a t-shirt. Thank you guys so much for playing along. I appreciate it. We haven't done that in months, months months all right let's go back and say our proper goodbyes to our uh, our guest today who was such a good sport and also our wonderful mod who is a uh hold on let me see here where are we going here? but you say it's such a good sport like we didn't even talk sports very much today uh i know we we're exciting. supposed to I... oh go ahead 
but I, I love talking, you know, videos and scuba diving and all mm -hmm. the different topics. I know that we, you had uh, one news story of, about uh, a guy getting punched out on an airplane. So I'm excited uh, for you to, I don't know if you're still going to talk about the news. Uh, I'll probably, I'll probably still do some news here after, after you go. Um, uh, that, but, uh, that's the but yeah, I mean, that's an interesting story. I mean, I, I would never try to provoke, uh, Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. No, yeah, that's, that seems all. like a bad, bad move. Um, and here's the link. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, people, yeah, definitely make sure that people keep giving, uh, to, uh, giving, uh, the, the giving in harmony link. That's, uh, that charity raid train that I was a part of. If they go to my Twitch channel, you can see a two hour hockey podcast where we did talk more about that last night. Tomorrow I am back on my normal sports in the hill podcast. So we'll talk hockey for the first 40 minutes, talk a little baseball and then the, about the NBA playoffs and stuff like that and so it'll be a busy show i wasn't on last week i was away uh so i'm excited to be back on there and then uh sportsothp.com which is like the second half of my handle um you have all the old podcasts including uh, the video from last night uh you can also find our merchandise which is like things that i'm wearing um and our youtubes and all we're on all the different social medias i don't know if any of you guys are on facebook but if you do like watching dc sports Facebook.com slash sports OTHP um, has all of the latest like news between our weekly podcasts and stuff like that. It's been really a cool journey. I, I, it's hard to imagine that we're on season seven now. Like I know that we both started our podcast around the same time. And, yeah, that's wild, uh, it's man. Been, it's been a, an incredible journey and I love being able to, you know, have found Twitch three years ago now and uh, just before the pandemic. And I uh, made all these great friends with people like you know, Carly and, and Raina and uh, hey, Carly, had, Carly, you're going to have to come on next. You're up. You're up, Carly. Yeah, you're up. Yeah, you should. You should come on. He, uh, Pizza! New, What's up? You're good, buddy. I love you, baby. She's got a brand new single out, Wasted, by Carly B. Uh, definitely check hey, that out. let's go. Let's give a shout um, out to Carly B. I uh, actually made the uh, the music video for it, the lyric video. If oh, that's right. You want to pull it up real fast, and then we'll, we'll sure. listen to it real quick, and then uh, and then I, I, do I, I have to your, show. Do I have your permission, Carly? Is that okay? Yeah. She's like, no. It's no, you weirdo. You guys are talking about explosive orgasms and Neuralink. I'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole. Who knows? Maybe it's a whole new um, you know, uh, group of people might now check it out. <laughs> um, here, here's the link. I'm sending it to it in Thank the chat. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it was cool. a cool little uh, lyric video that I made. Um, oh, you'll, you'll I, like didn't, I didn't mean to cancel you, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> um, you know what we're not doing we're not doing uh we're gonna do we'll do music news tomorrow night guys so we're not gonna do music news because i'm realizing that i'm just fucking fried out of my brain so yeah. let's let's watch this uh video and uh maybe maybe carly will come on the show eventually one day maybe maybe <laughs> we haven't scared her off too much i feel like we've scared her off but you know it's, <laughs> it happens and, oh and i'm gonna sub to you on this uh no one wants bill gates vaccine for fear of microchip but elon <laughs> microchip yes okay pizza man always the rival rouser <laughs> okay let's uh let's see this is this it's called wasted by carly b so let, let's let's check it out guys all those days 
There it is, everybody. The latest single from Carly B. Everybody, give her a round of applause. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Well, that's my question. What was your question? Uh, my only question is, where is here? Oh, you don't want to know, bro. You don't want to know. You can rewind. Yeah, it's fun. I, I've always wanted to do like music videos and you know, video editor and stuff like that. So it's really been fun to help Carly and you know, she mods for me and I mod for her. And, oh, right. Uh, it's been really, it's been really fun to be a part of these relationships same thing with andy you know primordial sounds i i mod nice. for him and he mods for me and just the, the relationships that we're able to build across twitch and uh the intersection between art and music and culture and it's just such an inspiring thing and yeah you know, i just wish i had more time to make more movies and do more stuff I, you know with a day job as you know it's like it's always a juggle and yeah. it's uh but it's it's really cool to spend time on trips and on weekends and trying to have it my son really loves these videos that we do about our trips together Aww. and it's cool that we can use stuff like carly's let me use a bunch of her um you know uh she does a bunch of covers for subscribers and lets me use those as the backing tracks for them and uh and it's kind of a sneaky way that i can get my son into the music that i love mm. Because once I put a video of him to a song that I like, he suddenly falls in love with it. So um, we've had, you know, uh, you know, Mike uh, with uh, Mike uh, uh, Bass Music. You know, I've put on some of his songs. And so now whenever he hears it, he's like, it's the baseball song. And it's, you know, because I made a video about him going to his first baseball game. Yeah. And so it's cool to watch the growth of, you know, of him and music. And uh, he's super into AJR right now. And um uh, he's into the gorillas and uh, yeah, a bunch of really interesting you know bands and it's just really cool. You know, music's been such an inspirational part of my life and I'm not a musician myself, but mm. I've always gravitated towards music people and I, I love to help them and then obviously use their music as a soundtrack uh, to my life and uh, be able to have these snapshots that we can take forward. And you know, if we get 50, 100 views, great. But regardless, like he's going to have these and he could show it to his children someday. And, you know, it's, uh, I, I was always inspired. My parents took a lot of photos and we had made photo albums and stuff like that, but it's like, you have to go to look at those photo albums right. and take that time. But here I could put it on YouTube and he can watch it on his iPad or he can, um, you know, take these songs with him, these moments with him for the rest of his life. Oh, that's so sweet, man. It's so fucking sweet. Uh, I love that. Yeah, you know, I incorporate Saucy into my videos, too. And, um, you know, it's just fun having, incorporating your kids, like, just having them uh, be a part of uh, of the process. Like, he, you know, he, he'll film with me. He'll film, and, like, he'll be behind the camera. He'll be, like, giving me suggestions and stuff. Like, oh, try it like this. And it's just so cool. As soon as you start introducing the, the art, and kids are so creative naturally anyways, and it's sort of only after they get older that society beats that out of them. And, you know, they go to public school or wherever they end up going. And then they're like, sit down and look forward and shut the fuck up and don't say I'm this. I'm lucky. He'll probably go to my school, which is really an inspirational place for creativity. That's it's great. why I've, you know, worked there for 12 years and yeah. went there for 10. And, you know, it's all about it's for kids with you know, mild to moderate learning issues. But they really try to focus on the arts and the creativity side of it. Because a lot of you and I both have ADD we've talked about this before and um those people are still highly creative and they're highly functioning oh, they yeah. just can't do some of the the basic shit that yeah. is expected of them by society for some reason like you know, close like, cupboards i can't close yeah. cupboards for some reason right exactly <laughs> it's you know, just impossible and, and we, 
right and we all have our strengths and our weaknesses it's like how do you play to those and uh, I love that too because uh, he's you know Zach's such a ham he literally likes to play it up for the camera Willow and, Keys uh, Thank you, Robbie. I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your truths with us. It was a great conversation, and I thought I held my shit pretty well together, or I held my shit together pretty well. I think that's it. Sorry. My stomach is inside out right now, so it's really hard to do this. But here we are. We're doing it. We're making it fucking happen one word at a time uh yeah again make sure you guys are going and following robbie on all his social medias go to his website check out the podcast if you guys are into sports uh, you know i if you're into sports you're into sports i mean we didn't really talk a lot about sports on this show did we (laughs) but we did talk about a little bit i I really did like how he was explaining press passes at these sports events so i thought that was really cool i thought that uh i mean that's my dream Oh my god! And my dream is to yawn into a microphone for a living. That was my—that's my dream—is to be able to get press passes for music events and stuff. If I'm not, if I'm not playing them, I would love to just be able to go and get press passes and and you know talk to people because that's what we do here. That's what we do. So yeah, that's it, guys. I'm gonna go die now, and uh, that's gonna be fun and and painful as well. So. Uh, I really appreciate y'all coming and keep supporting the show. Again, we just hit two million. Let's see if we can hit three. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah. Okay. Ugh. All right. We're gonna go now. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. Be well, friends, and remember: don't share food with people who you know are sick. Okay. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> Don't share food with people that are sick because it's just, you know, honestly, you probably shouldn't share food with anybody. Did you know cavities are contagious? Yeah. So keep that in mind next time you eat after your your partner. Okay. Just keep that in mind. You could be getting their, their cavities or giving your cavities. Either one. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.